The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
don't know why. Well, I do know why I'm kind of on a monkey magic vibe. I've been, um, I've been listening to some um, like karate um, podcasts. Remember we had that guy. Um, oh, and I've, and I've been emailing him, and I've completely forgotten his name. Let me, it's either Michael or Matthew. Let me get it right. Michael, Michael Worth, the guy that was, go- was going to um, make the documentary about Bruce Bloitation, br- the Bruce Lee clones and stuff. Well, he does a, he does a great podcast um, about these, these karate films, these kung fu films from the 70s that kind of rip off Bruce Lee. Um, the clones cast, and there's only eight episodes, and I did it in two days. So then I, I was trying to find something similar. So I found this... Um, other podcast um where's that noise coming from what's that noise turn my computer off to see if it's that it's not that where's that coming from can you can hear that can you yes i can what is that what is that what's that noise can you hear that can yeah. dear, I'm talking, dear listener can you hear that what is that noise turn all the microphones off for 10 seconds turn them off turn them off keep them off Turn my mic. Turn her mic off. Turn her mic on and mine off. Aha! Something to do with here. I wonder if I've got my computer too close. No, no, no. It won't be that. We'll move the computer a bit. Now move it back so it's under it. Your computer is causing um, statics. Statics. Static interference. Microwaves and the like. Isn't that um, uncanny? Um, Absolutely. A great start to the show, guys. No, so I've been listening to um, other podcasts, and there's one I'm listening to, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's about um, karate films. And I've just started listening to an episode of it where the fella gets a woman on to talk about monkey magic. <gasps> and. Um, I, lo- I love a bit of Monkey Magic. I remember Monkey Magic, right? For those who don't know, Sam is too young to know, right? But I remember being at school, and I was about um, nine years old. So it was 1981-82. And I remember a friend of mine said, have you seen this thing called Monkey Magic? It wasn't even called Monkey Magic. Called it was monkey. called Monkey, right? Have you seen this thing called Monkey Magic, right? I went, no. He said, oh, it's on tonight. Watch it tonight. I was like, all right. I remember going home, I remember sitting on my mum's lap. I think it was on about 5.15 in the evening on BBC Two. Because it was 45 minutes long. And the first episode I saw, basically it's this Japanese programme about a Chinese legend of the King Monkey. Monkey's nature was irrepressible. irrepressible. And, um... He was a, a monkey that, that learned to speak and, and fly, and he went off to heaven, and he was... Um, he was a cheeky monkey. He was a cheeky monkey, and he got thrown under a mountain for 500 years by Buddha to teach him patience. Um, but while he was under the mountain, he learned loads of magic tricks as well. And then Tripitaka came along, who was a young boy um, uh, priest, except in the programme, it's played by a girl. She's dead now. She died of leukaemia shortly after the series. Oh, and they had to travel, um, Pilgrimage West, they had to travel from China to India. Bear in mind, this is a Japanese program, from China to India to collect Buddha's scrolls. And along the way, they met a pig demon who'd been cast out of heaven. Pigsy. Pigsy. For being, well, for, for being what I believe they're calling uh, now uh, Pestminster, for being a little bit gropey up in heaven. Hansy. Uh, hmm? Hansy. That's yes. what they've been calling it in and the And then uh, Sandy, the sea, the fish. Water got, monster. Water, water, water monster. And um, they would travel, and then the, then in the second series there was a horse that turned into a human being. That, that came late, and that, that was just like a new thing. Oh yeah, I can turn into a human being. What? And Monkey had um, a pink cloud that he could fly in, and to get that he would pluck his chest hairs 
throw it up in the air, and then a pink cloud would appear, and then he'd jump up into the pink cloud. And then behind his ear, he had a tiny little stick that he'd blow in it, and it would turn into a big staff, and he'd do some wicked um, fights with it. I loved that programme yeah. so much. I yeah. loved it. When you watch it now, you realise that the way they've done the voices yeah. is probably not on anymore. Oh, well, it was Andrew Sachs was one of the voices. Yeah. No, I think... Well, no, I think the voices are right. They're a little bit, um, you know... They're mock Chinese. They're, they're mock Chinese. But, but I, you know, I grew up watching those movies, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cool with that. I think the Chinese are cool with that. And the Japanese, the Japanese, they're cool with it. But the first episode I saw was... I remember sat on my mum's lap, and um, Pigsy and Sandy... Um, they drink this water. There's a well, and they f- they find this well, and they drink this this water, and then they start complaining of stomach aches. And it turns out it's the well of fertility, and so they're both pregnant. And I'm I'm like nine watching this, going, what? And then there's a really weird sequence where they're dreaming about having their babies in their backpacks, and Pigsy's got an actual pig in his backpack, and he's doing karate. And then these chi- these Japanese letters would appear on the screen, and it was obviously like an hilarious joke. Um, and I'm nine going, flipping heck, it was nuts. And here's, here's how odd my thinking was. Um, I thought that Pigsy was played by Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees. I can see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, as a nine-year-old, had worked out this world where he could only appear in things that had, he had a contract that said he could only appear in things that had the word monkey in isn't that nuts? It is the most delicious series. It's a lot of fun. I think they did get to the scriptures at the end. I think they did end on the end of season two. Um, they kind of um, uh, ended it. But it's a, it's a wonderful series. And it just it's just on my mind. It's just I've been dealing with some kind of Japanesey stuff. I'm trying to find... I've got. I've, I've set myself a new mission, right? So I've got, my head is in Japan, and we went for Japanese food as well, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yes. The economiyaki. Hey, man, our life is expensive, but you think fifty quid for our tea is expensive? Oh, double that. But what food? Is that, is that right? Oh yeah, with the tip. Why don't you go put the tip on it? Because they, they, you know, there's a bit of theatre involved there. But what food? But. Um, I'm, I'm trying to track down this, just indulge me for a second, then we'll start the show, Alan, I can see you there, and 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I'm trying to track down this, um, the Monkees, the pop group, played in Japan in 1968, and it was filmed, and it was shown on Japanese television. Now, the audio of that exists. Paul, could you stop ringing us, mate? We're busy. Sorry, no, okay. no, no, just stop phoning up all to right. talk to Sam, all right? It's not what this is. This isn't a drop-in centre. Just don't answer the phone to him, Sam, because I'm, I'm really annoyed with him and Ken and people phoning up to chat to the backroom staff. If they want to talk to Sam, then get his phone number and phone him up. This is not, you know, this is not a, a, a message board for the, the, the lonely idiots out there. So... They filmed this concert in 1968 in Japan and they showed it on Japanese television. And the audio exists, the footage has never been found. So I have set myself the task of trying to find this Japanese footage. This is my, this is my mission. This is my next thing. And I suspect I've started it now so that when I take next week off to write my book, I don't actually write my book. I'm just trawling lots of Japanese forums and websites and things like that. So that's, that's my mission. If anyone knows, if anyone listening could help with the hunt for the monkeys live in Japan 1968, the video, uh, drop me an email, ian at com. Let's crack on with the show, shall we, dear listener? Good evening, Alan. Good evening, Ian, evening, Kath. Word. 
love monkey. Yeah, it's a good bit of music, isn't it? It's by a Japanese band called Godiego, and they are a, a prog rock. They're like the Japanese equivalent of Yes, and they're a great band. You can all remember the TV series when it was turned on a wee one on BBC One when I was seven. There you go, you see. There you go. And Monkey was my favourite character because he was cheeky. Reminded me of me when I was younger. Yeah. Oh, what, why? W- w- did um, d- did you have a band around your head that gave you a migraine if someone did an incantation? No, it was his mannerisms. Oh. Well, well, he could get away with something so cheeky, but he would get in trouble if he went too far. Exactly. Exactly. It was good old-fashioned foreign weirdness dubbed over, and they just whacked it on, and it became a cult hit, and no well, one really knew. Mum remembers Monkey as well. Does she really? Well, if you remember Monkey, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh. What? Talking to Ian. Go away. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is that, is that Mrs. Caddick? It is. Do you remember Monkey? Is that the one with the pole that flew. Yeah, he had the pink cloud, didn't he? Right. Yeah, yeah. He had a funny pig with him. Yeah, he had, he had pigs. Yeah, and Sandy and Trippy Tucker. Do That's you re- do you remember the horse that could turn into a human? Oh, no, I don't remember that. That was season two. Um, well, thank you, Mrs. Caddick. Okay, thank you. Thanks very much. I've spoken to that lad for about ten years. First time I've ever spoken to his mum. And what a weird thing to talk about, monkey magic. <laughs> what I mean, where did, where did that come from? <laughs> God. I'm losing my voice a bit today. I, 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 I'm not going to, you know, bang on about it. Uh, and it's it, it's fine. I've just got a cold. I don't think I'm going to lose it. Uh, it just It's just strained a little bit. So, dear listener, um, it would be great if you could phone up and do all the talking tonight. Really, it would it would, it would would save me a lot of effort. Um, the phone number is 0344-499-1000. You can Skype. I'll turn Skype on in a second. It's uh, late night alternative, all one word, and you can Skype from anywhere in the world for free. Um, and if you're a new listener, or you've not listened for a while, or you were, you were listening to John before, and you thought you'd stick around to see what this is, um, this is unlike any other radio show uh, in the world, as far as I can tell, in as much as um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what the topics are. I'm not going to sit here and ask questions that I could quite easily Google in a, uh, in the hope that you will phone in with the answers to say. I mean, Kath, uh, Kath is there. Hello, Kath. Yes. Kath is my producer and co-presenter. Um, w- we just we're just going to sit here and chat, and it really is stream of consciousness stuff that comes off the top of our heads. You know, the, I, I, I was driving in and. Um, this podcast played 10 seconds of the monkey theme. I thought, oh, that's what we'll open the show with. So, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad I did because we got to speak to Alan's mum tonight as a direct result of that. It's a weird world, isn't it? Um, so what I'm saying is there is no agenda. In many ways, you set the agenda. I will sit here. I've got a few stories from the newspapers, although there aren't many. Um, and you can call in about absolutely anything you want. It can be something big and heavy, um, it can be something light and frothy, it can be stupid, it can be dumb, it can be an old TV show, it can be Brexit, it can be anything, really. Um, uh, uh, it, it, you will get on, and if you get turned away from other radio stations, and I had a lovely um, chamomile tea with Clive Bull from LBC today, one of the nicest men um, in the world, and um, 
a very a very grounded man who's been in this industry for, for ages and ages and ages. And he was talking about how a lot of, um, you know, some some callers get turned away from LBC. And I said, oh, well, if they're getting turned away, could you give them my number? I'll have them, please, Clive. So if you, if you don't normally get onto another radio station because you're nuts or because you've got a stammer or because of whatever reason, um, you'll get on this one. And you'll get treated fairly, you know, even if you're talking absolute bullshine, you'll get a fair crack of the whip. The only thing we can't tolerate is uh, libel or swearing. Apart from that, anything goes. We've got two, two calls lined up, Katia and then Simon. You could be after them. 0344 499 1000. 0344 499 1000. I'm going to turn on Skype in a second, late night alternative, all one word. Um... And we'll speak to you in a bit. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. We've got um, Jim Bob from Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine, coming in tomorrow, which I'm really looking forward to, because I saw Carter at the Old Trout in Windsor, great little venue. It's now a restaurant, of course. Um, and um, loads of people have been saying for ages, oh, you should read Jim Bob's book. He's written a book about being in Carter. And uh, I'm, I'm about three quarters of the way through it. It's a cracking read. I mean, it's a really good, very honest, direct account of being, you know, a fair-sized pop band in the late 80s, early 90s. Did you see the footage of um, um, Fruit Bat from Carter attacking Philip Schofield on live television? Yeah, I think... Because I was a little bit younger yeah. than you, I found Carter a bit frightening. Oh, I found them terrifying. <laughs> Although there were these weird, the, 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 these these guys with extreme haircuts. It was a two-piece punk outfit mm-hmm. where it was all drum machines and stuff. But very, very funny, very funny lyrics, very clever lyrics, lots of puns. Um, but I'd never seen this footage. Go on YouTube, dear listener. Um, it's them at the 1991 smash hit poll winners pop party, and they the, they they were miming or something, and they hated it. So Fruitback like kicked some amps around at the end, and Philip Schofield came out and went, "Oh well, that was original. I've never seen that before." Ooh. And there's a close up of him. Right, it's at Wembley Arena. Thousands of screams. I've never seen that before. And then you out the corner of the picture, you just see um, Fruitback just dive at him and take him down. <laughs> it's very funny, very funny. There's no more rock stars. I'm not. I'm not saying. Assault, you know, assaulting Philip Schofield is a good way to go. But, uh, you know, I've met the man, he's a very nice man, but we've all been tempted. But no, <laughs> assault is not the way to go. But, but I mean, okay, here we go. And Katya and Simon, I'll come to you in a bit. What was the last rock and roll thing you can remember a pop star doing? The last one I can think of, there's two, they happened in the same week. Um, Jarvis Cocker yes, on Michael right. Jackson. Yeah. Bending over and he didn't even do a Mooney, he just no, pretended. Just, just his bottom, didn't he? But also that same week, Bjork pushed a, um, a paparazzi. She grabbed her by her hair. Yeah, and pushed it and pushed her out of mm-hmm. the way. But those are the last rock and roll things. I mean, uh, unless you count tax evasion as rock and roll, Bono, anyone? No. Th- th- that's the, the, the most recent no. rock and roll thing I can think Bieber of. Bieber being cheeky to photographers doesn't quite cut it, does no. it? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, well, there we go. We've got an in. 0344 499 What was the most recent rock and roll thing you can think of? I mean, Jackson... Um, and uh, and um, Cocker, that would have been nineteen uh, nineteen ninety 
95, I'm going to say. I'm, I reckon a bit earlier than N- that. No, no earlier than 94. Google it. Google right, it while I speak to Katia. Good evening, Katia. Hello, good e- evening. Hello. Um, I've got a topic, an excellent topic. Yes, yes. Do you have a license for that, Minky? That pardon? Hang on a second, Catherine. 1996. Hey, oh. see, um, I, was, I was right. All right. Do you have a license for that, Minky? All right. Uh, do do, 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 do you have a license for that, Minky? No. <laughs> Hello. So, it, this is the topic. It's good because it's at the beginning of the show. Yes. Um... Has anyone ever weighed their laundry basket with a laundry in it just to find out how how heavy it is? Has anyone ever weighed what? How, how do you want to know how heavy the laundry basket is or the yeah, laundry? Well, in general, because I've got this washing machine. Yes. And I've noticed it's written seven kilos oh, on it. Good yes. point. Yes. So um, apparently, I can't put more than seven kilos in. It. Yes. However, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be, you know, measuring everything no. in my life. Isn't so, that funny? Because I, well, um, I am currently using shared washing machines, so I get a different washing machine every, every horrible time I go and use it. And um, and I noticed that as well as other people's um, uh, pubic hairs in there, uh, um, it's. It, I noticed this week it had a, a between one and six kilograms. Um, on the washing machine. And here's the thing. I think if you stuff everything in and you there's no room to put the tablet in, no. that's probably... I would say that's close to full. I would say that's very close to full. Oh, that's too full. Well, you need to have room to be able to spin. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing greater, is there, than the sound of a, a washing machine drum falling off of its spindle. <laughs> that, that loud crash is just... It's incredible. And the whole washing machine <laughs> sinks within itself. You know what's in... Have you ever looked at... Have you ever taken the top off of a washing machine, Katia? Yeah. yeah. What's in it? Well, it's this big barrel thingy yep. in there. Yeah, yeah, what else is in there? And the motor. Yep. Uh, there's the drain. Yep. Um, there's a lot of things in Catherine? there. Catherine? Bricks. Yeah. Hey? Well, bricks or a giant piece of concrete. Yeah. Yeah, to, to, and you know why that's oh. in there? Yeah. Hello? Weigh it down, yes. Correct, but yet, uh, yeah, we're talking about bricks or a giant piece of concrete, and you, you, you claimed you've looked inside a washing machine, but you couldn't name that. I can't. Well, I was distracted. You weren't distracted. Um, I asked you what was... I I gave you a very specific... (laughs) Catherine, back me up on this, right? Yes. I gave her a very specific quest, and that quest was to answer what is inside a washing machine. Do you know what I think? She was still thinking about how much room you need to give your clothes inside to give it a good spin in. Yeah. Who puts... But but yet, there may be a giant slab of concrete in there. I can move a washing machine on my own. Can you? It's the side-to-side manoeuvre, isn't it? But well, you get it on its front and side-to-side. There's also a very sneaky way of, of getting them in. Yeah. You get some fairy liquid, <laughs> make a little track, <laughs> slide them in on that. The back of the of, of washing machines, is there anything dirtier in the world than that? It really is. That and underneath fridges. They are the most disgusting <laughs> places in the known universe. Yeah, I think I think probably something died. Uh, yeah. It, 
not so not too far away from my uh, fridge sometimes. Yes. I don't know when. It was, it was radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're talking about washing machines. Washing <laughs> machines live longer with cow gone. Whoever uses that, unless they advertise with us, in which case I use it every single day. <laughs> I really do. Okay. So, so can we ask the questions to the listeners? Sorry? If they, if they weigh what's going inside the washing machines at all. Right. Thank um, you. Okay, thank you, Katia. I think it might be niche. As phone-in subjects go, yes, no do you weigh your clothes before putting them in a washing machine? It's pretty niche. But you know what, guys? We said you can phone in with anything. Um, some people accuse me of being um, obnoxious to cause... We met... Um, and we, when we did the last um, rabbit hole of 2017 in Wolverhampton, and um, so many people came. It was lovely. We had about 50 people there in the end. Um, and pl- the place was packed, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we stick around and, and we have pictures and stuff. But the only place, it was a really dark bar. Well, we couldn't do it in the venue because there was another show going on. So we came downstairs, but it was a dark bar. The only place I could find with light was like a sort of, um, like a, like a sort of little washing area cupboard type thing but so all the pictures are of, of me and you kath and and the person who wanted the photograph stood in the doorway with someone anyway and there was um quite often you'll meet a, a young man generally who's a fan of the show and they'll be a little bit nervous and then you'll meet their partner female partner who, who tolerates it who tolerates it <laughs> but um but feels quite at ease to um, to be very critical of it. And I don't know if you noticed this, there was someone there the other day, and it was, it was fine, it was absolutely fine, because I, 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 it wasn't coming from a, a place of maliciousness, but he, the guy was going, well, this is my girlfriend, and she, I force her to listen to the show, and we all kind of laugh at people being forced to, to listen to, to, to our art. And um, one, someone said, may have been me, may have been him, said, well, you should call in one night. And she went, no, no, I won't call in, because you call all of the, all of the uh, callers idiots and get angry when they hang up on you. And I, I was like, oh. And I don't call all of them idiots. And very rarely do they hang up on me, is what I'd like to say to that young lady. Very rarely do they hang up on me. I, I do the hanging up. That's the way it goes. I don't call them idiots. Well. Do I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But mm. I think there is an understanding, isn't there, yes, amongst us? That, that they're so. thick and I'm not. Um, if you want to come and see us next year, by the way, ianlee.com slash events. I-A-I-N-L-E-E.com slash events. We've got tickets on sale so far for um, Dublin. Hey, we've sold four for Dublin now. Only mm. another 36 to go. That's not bad, is it? We don't, I honestly got no idea if we have an audience in Dublin, but we're playing... Um, at the, 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 um, I can't think what it's called. Anyway, we're playing in Dublin on the 27th of, of January next year, and we've sold four tickets. Tickets, Brighton, I think, is almost sold out again. London and Luton. And there's a few more dates coming, but, but Bath and, and, and Belfast that we haven't put online yet, but, um, ianlee.com slash events. Matt and Simon, stay there, I'll come to you in a bit. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 Skype Late Night Alternative. Good, uh, hello, Matt. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. What you got for us? Um, well, you were talking about Monkey. Um, yes. I don't know if you, you may have mentioned it, but did you were you aware it was based on a story called Journey to the West? I read that. I was, um, so, I was geeky enough that I got the book when I was about 12 years old and read oh, it. Yes, it's, a proper, I, I it's a proper Sorry. old Chinese legend that goes back, I believe, to the 6th century. 
Oh, okay. I've, you know, I've got the box set here, and it says 1500, but it could work. Oh, oh no, yeah, yeah, fair enough, yeah. No, 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 that's the 16th, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. you're right, the 16th century then. That, no, that no, 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 you're right, it's, uh, Rules of the Adventures of the Tang Dynasty, 600 to 900. Oh. It was, um... Written during the Ming Dynasty, based on traditional folk tales. Yeah. Oh, you knew about it. I just thought you might be interested to know. Oh no! It's a, do you know what? It. No, it's a, it, the thing is as well. I mean, obviously, the, the the TV series is like a comical version of it, but yeah. Um, it, the, actually, the TV series is pretty close to that book. It's a cracking yeah, read. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are like really accurate. Some of the little stories. Uh, I really enjoyed reading it. Yeah. I enjoy. Do you know? And I've not read it for years, and I've got. I must have it somewhere because I wouldn't have chucked that book out. I'm going to have to dig that out because it's. Did, did you watch? There was another. Pro- program they did around the same time right the water margin yeah and it was boring oh uh, yeah no i remember it but same yeah, yeah i just remember boring. loads of people running into battle all the time <laughs> there, and was, I just thought, nah. there was a lot of people with top knots running into yeah. battle all the time and i didn't have a clue and i tried to watch it because but it wasn't it wasn't a comedy like you know monkey monkey was a kid nah. show no, um, that's it. Monkey was funny, wasn't but it? But what yeah, was good yeah. about Monkey, right? You had you had wicked kung fu fights in it. You had um, comedy, but also at the age of nine, I was learning about Buddhism, and there was there was yeah. always like a really heavy moral at the end of the story. That's but that, but that, that morals, didn't yeah. but that didn't ruin the story. You know, it no. was it would get kind of made it this lovely little twist at the end. Yeah, not not like your old He-Man cartoons where at the end they'd have that little preachy bit and you'd say, oh, come on. But no, yeah, Monkey was, yeah, it was good. It was, uh, yeah, I've, there you go. Yeah. Nice one, Matt. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, just wanted to say, uh, first time I've called, but um, I've been listening to you for years and keep it up, man. It's good stuff. Oh, Love nice it. one, Matt. I'm glad you, you finally called in and maybe we'll speak again soon. Thank you, fella. I hope so. Take Cheers, care. Mate. Bye-bye. Take care. See, I don't call everyone idiots. He didn't hang up on me. That woman was incorrect. It's his first call. Give him time. <clears throat> He knows the score. Um, they all know the score. It's a cracking book, Monkey, Journey to the West. He's, uh, 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 it's a very funny book. I loved that programme so much. Yeah. He was like a naughty kid, that's why. He was in, um, uh, he was in a Japanese rock group called, I think, The Spiders. If you Google Japanese 60s group, The Spiders, you'll, you'll recognise him. Um, and then last time I was in Japan, I was watching like a, it was a weird cookery show, but with music. So the chef would sing and then cook and then sing. And I was talking to our Japanese friends the next day and they went, oh, yeah, that was, that was Monkey. That's the guy that played Monkey was, do, was, was doing that. And I was like, oh, yes, of course it is. An old fella. You got the spiders? Yeah. Oh! Can you spot him? I think so. Love a bit of Monkey. Love a little oh, bit of Monkey. Oh, such a good show. Um, hello, Simon. Yo. Yo, Simon. Yo, yo, yo. Monkey magic. Monkey magic. Um, here's your, here's your, here's your starter for ten. Everybody, everybody knows the opening theme to Monkey Magic. Mm. But can you sing the closing theme to Monkey Magic? No. You can't? No, you got me there. It was a slow one. Yeah, it was a slow one, yeah. Was it just, like, music music without words? Sorry? Wasn't it, like, just music no, without no, words? No, there was, like, there was definitely there was definitely music was a bit, and words. It was oh. a place name, wasn't it? Where, where were they heading for? A long time ago When there was no more 
Hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll get to. Cantata, cantata. They said it was in India. Cantata, cantata. It was Gandara. That's ringing bells. Yeah. That's ringing bells. Yeah. Thing is, you just made me feel very lowbrow, right? <laughs> because whilst you were on about learning about Buddhism at the age of nine, <laughs> me and my school friends were running around the playground pretending we were riding on clouds, <laughs> waving our hands in front of our mouths. Mate, well, listen, it, it may have been in, in recent years that I look back and realised I was picking up some Buddhist philosophy. Yes, at the time, <laughs> I was plucking imaginary chest hairs, whisking them in front of my fingers and jumping on clouds and picking up long sticks <laughs> and having monkey magic fights. Of course I was. Of course I was. Whilst singing monkey magic. My yeah. mate next door. Is, is it funny, the memories that come back, right? So I, I literally heard ten seconds of that theme tune on a podcast, and that's why we played it, and that's why we got 40 minutes of radio out of it. But the, the guy next door to me was a guy called Andrew Carvey, right? And he was a couple mm-hmm. of years older than me, but because he was next door, I would go around and play. And he had the monkey magic single. And it was I was so envious, and we'd go around there, and I'd, I'd beg him to play the monkey magic single, and sometimes he <laughs> would and sometimes he wouldn't and then he moved or then he moved away right and then a, about a year later he came back to the school where i was and he stood outside at lunchtime bearing in mind he was two years older than me this is prime middle school and i rushed over and he's, he was talking to his mate his old mate and i rushed over and went all right andrew he went Sorry, do I know you? Piss off. Oh! This was, he was like 10. He was like 10, 11, and I was 8. And I was gutted. I he was, was a and, boy. And that, and that came back to me today, just remembering that. I mean, he may not have said pee off. I don't know what he said, but he, he, he humiliated me. And that came back to me today, Simon. And that's sad. I think we've all I think we've all had a friend like that at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah fair weather. Now, I've I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Now, I was thinking, if I... If I say this to you, I might actually be lining myself up for a roasting. But, bearing in mind the last question that's been asked about the laundry... Yes. I think I might be on relatively safe ground, but we'll see. Okay. Someone asked me the other day the ultimate pub quiz question. Yep. And actually, thinking about it in depth and, and with the uh, the answers that were coming out and things like that, it's actually very, very, very clever. And the ultimate pub quiz question is, what does a lollipop person, lollipop man, lollipop woman, by um, the rules and regulations of being a lollipop oh. person, what do they have in their pocket? Simps. This is simple. This is so simple, Simon. Yeah, but is it? Because yes, I I've sh- asked a few people and nobody knows. Well, shall I tell you? You asked the wrong people. Do you, do you know the answer before I tell I you? I do know the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know right. the answer. Okay. And do you know why they have it before I, I tell do. you? Right. Yeah, I do, yeah. It's a piece of chalk. Ah. But do, what are they supposed yeah. to do with that piece of chalk? Well, why don't you ask the listeners? No, because I know. Do you know? Yeah, I know. Well, tell me, because I don't think you know. I do know. Go on, then. It's for recording registration numbers of cars on that black band yeah, yeah. on the lollipop the, sign. The black strip yeah, on the lollipop sign, yes. Yeah, that's to write yeah, down yeah, registration yeah. plates. <laughs> Like that's ever been done. Because it's genius because yes. questions that were coming out trying to identify this object. Things like is it what size is it? 
Well, it can be big or it can be absolutely gigantic. But surely sure. everyone knows that that's what lollipop people are supposed to... Let's not beat around the bush. Lollipop ladies. The lollipop men are weirdos, yeah. right? Surely <laughs> everyone knows that's what lollipop ladies are meant to have in their pocket by law. Well, I don't think they do, because I've asked a few people and nobody knows. You've not asked any of my listeners, Simon. Thank you very much indeed. Don't try and bamboozle us. As soon as you said lollipop people, I thought... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go, it's Sunshine. short question. On the edge. On the edge. 0344 Skype late night alternative. And you can do Skype on your phone as well. This is an amazing thing. I only re- recently found out. You can Skype on your phone. Uh, and if you want to do a video chat and chat to me, you're welcome to do that. Happy to do that. Um, Please have some clothes on. No, no, no dicks. <laughs> Um, uh, but you, yeah, you can download Skype and add late night alternative. You can call us on that. This is the late night alternative, dear listener, with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I'm eating. Um, Cough sweet to try and preserve my voice. Someone has uh, texted in, whatever happened to regular callers Dana and Tris? Um, I think Dana works, her, uh, her work is not compatible with this lifestyle, <laughs> I think. Um, she tweets from time to time. She's and she, com- she came to hide and seek. <coughs> uh, tag. Tag, right. She did come to tag, you're absolutely right. Um, and she tweets quite often, and I often see her pop up on um, uh, on my Facebook page and also on the, the talk radio listeners' um, Facebook page. And Tris, I don't know what happened to Tris. From what I've heard, Tris hasn't called for a long, long time. I think he had an epiphany, he had a wake-up moment. He, he I think... Um, that he kind of uh, realised his direction in life, and he went off and and did that, and and more power to his elbow. I think that's um, loads of people. Loads. A few people have started podcasts. Um, I was going to say because of this show, and that's not right, but partly inspired um, by this show. Well, and they've found friendships yeah, through yeah. this show, and th- they've started a creative partnership yeah. with those people. Which is great. Um, I know that... Um, 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 my mind has gone completely blank. Sorry, I've got, I've got this cold, and I, I'm fine, but I'm, I'm very sweaty and I'm, very, um, I'm a little bit out of it. Mm. I've not been the same since I had that dream two nights ago that I'd murdered someone, and I woke up too suddenly. I didn't have time to resolve it in the dream, and I, I, I made myself sit up in bed... And I've not been the same since then. It really has been an horrific 36 hours uh, since then. Penny and Lee, murder. Penny and Lee yes. have, have done one. Uh, we heard that David Badcock has um, has got a, a podcast, which I've downloaded. I've not listened to yet, but I've, I've downloaded it. Um, and I would suggest, if you do get any of these podcasts, and you get them from iTunes, um, and also the talk radio podcasts that we do, and, and, and the rabbit hole ones that Catherine and I do... Um, if you do get them from iTunes, it's really, really helpful, particularly for the smaller ones, if you leave um, a rating, like a star rating, and if you leave a comment, and if you subscribe. Doing those th- those three things um, helps push the podcasts up the chart um, uh, uh, a little bit. It's weird. It's, it's a slightly flawed system, the Apple iTunes, in that it's not entirely based on numbers. So if you do get our podcast, or, or, or David Badcock's, or, or Penny's and Lee's, or, or any of the others um, that are out there, um, that, 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 you know, connected with our show, or any podcast, it's really, really helpful 
if you leave like four or five star review and if you write a little comment and subscribe and um, if you can subscribe from a couple of accounts as well I do that mm-hmm. with podcasts that I want to do well and it's so important I'll tell you why I've got this this silly little record label and we make kind of albums and CDs connected with the monkeys and we've, I've just got um, the new Mickey Dolenz vinyl LP in that no one else has got yet and um What's really helpful for us is if when people buy on Amazon, if they leave a review. Now, annoyingly, there's one guy in America, this um, guy that uh, is such a strange fandom. He used to um, sexually harass um, women monkeys fans online, and I called him out because someone kind of confided in me, and so I called him out publicly. And um, ever since then, he's been trolling me. So he'll leave a really negative zero-star review. This is crap. These guys are assholes. Well, a lot of old crap. Um, and that actually can be quite damaging to, to a small business. You know, we're a rec- we're, as a record label, we sell 500, 600 CDs per run, something like that. So if people put four or five-star reviews, and write, this was really good, I really enjoyed it, and this is a great little label, it just makes everything a little bit more... You're, you're more likely, as a small business, to get... Um, in that Amazon recommends you bought this, you might also like this, you know, and and, and it's stuff like that is helpful for small businesses, and it's really easy to forget that in the era of Apple and the era of Amazon and and these big, you know, conglomerate corporations that um, actually there there are still small indie record sellers and clothes sellers and jewelry sellers and game sellers and stuff and podcast makers that. Um, that can be drowned out by the noise that that um, you know bigger companies can make. So just leaving a little feedback. A, it feels nice for the person that gets it. They go, oh, someone, someone likes what we did. That's nice. So that's a little boost. But also, it just it does me if if you're going through a load of podcasts you've never heard of and you see one's got twenty uh, five star reviews and one next to it's got none, they might be equally as good, but you're more likely to click on the one that's got yeah. all the five star reviews. That's uh, have I got the newspapers? Did you bring the old uh, new? New Catalina. Oh, there's new newspapers here today. It's not, I'll be honest, dear listener. There's not really a lot in any of the newspapers uh, today. It's all a little bit. Um, uh, it's all, it's, I, I don't understand the um, the uh, paper the papers thing, the offshore tax thing. I, I like to pretend that I do, but I don't really. I don't get it. I know that Mrs. Brown's boys and Bono were involved, um, and that's it. So there's lots of that. There's lots of. I'm guessing there's another series of um, uh, the jungle coming up soon because there's there's oh such and such is, is spotted at an airport. Ooh, oh, Jesus! Um, but there's hardly anything of any worth in the papers, as I will prove to you now. Thank you, Catherine, by reading you some of um, the um, the nonsense in the papers. Hang on a minute. Here's here, here is one. Look. I'm a celeb, don't get me out of beer. This is a terrible story. Oh, gosh. I'm a celebrity host. Anthony McPartlin has been dealt a new blow after he was banned a pre-jungle birthday bash. He's the guy recovering from addiction, isn't he, I think? Uh, And we're joking about it. (coughs) Apparently so. The Geordie usually has to work on his big day due to I'm a celeb filming schedules. Oh, poor multi-millionaire Anthony McPartlin having to work on his birthday like most normal people. 
I don't think he's moaning about it, though. No. There is a trend, isn't there, I've noticed, uh, amongst younger people, to take the, take their birthday off work. What? What is that? When did that become a thing? That's rubbish. I know in Ant's case, it's something that's been, uh, you know, it's something they've been struggling with. But I think it tends to be when you've not got kids. Sorry? Ant and his wife have had problems, apparently, according to papers. Who knows? Who knows what's going on with that poor couple? I'm not worried about what's going on with them, No, what I'm saying is, if you've not got kids, then you can concentrate on yourself a bit more. Then what, I don't know and have your day off for your birthday, all oh, about no, me, all No, that. you can't have your day off on your birthday. Go to work. <laughs> right, if your birthday's on a Tuesday, you either do it the weekend before, or you do it the weekend after, or you do it both weekends. You don't take Tuesday off. What is that? That's not... Oh, your birthday's on a Thursday. Well, I'm going to take Thursday and Friday off, long weekend. No, you will work Thursday, you'll work Friday, you'll go out Friday night. What do you do on your... What do you do on your birthday now? Someone I, make, might make me a dinner or take me out. That's I pr- it. I pretend I'm pleased at the crap that I've been given. Um, uh, I look longingly at the picture my boys have drawn me and then look at the other crap and just think, more things. And then I'll um, work out how many years I've got left in this miserable existence, if, if, if it all goes well. Um, and then I'll go for a drive and listen to some Nick Drake and come in here. That doesn't need a day off, then. No, because it doesn't need a day off. I'm going to take a day off with my birthday. What? You're 30. What are you talking about? (laughs) Take a day off. But the launch date has been delayed until November the 19th this year. Wow, who who gives a shiz? Giving Anthony a chance to have a 40-second birthday. 40-second is not a thing. (laughs) To have a 40-second birthday party the day before. So when is the 19th? So that we're the 7th, so it's 12 days. Oh, God. I'm switching off. Um, the star, who's been in rehab for prescription drug addiction, had hoped to have a proper celebration since the show isn't on air. However, that plan looks doomed, as bosses have told him they have a full day of filming planned. Since the show launches the day after, he needs to be in good shape for the opener. <laughs> I would. I, I. I don't watch. The, I don't watch the jungle. But I, I would watch it if he was boozed up on it. If he oh, was. Like, if he was. If he was steaming. I like those guys. I like Anthony and Declan. I think. I think they are. Um, I think they're brilliant. There was a period in their career when they were lost and they didn't. Uh, uh, when the PJ and Duncan thing ended, and they. I think they did an album as Ant and Deck, um, and they. There was nowhere for them to go. No one knew what they were and i know channel four tried a few shows for them like a sort of slightly adult shows <coughs> excuse me but no one knew what they were or where they were going to go they almost they almost disappeared from sight and now they're um, the new morecambe and wise and uh, oh late nights and partying have always been a no-no in past years as he is as he and declan donnelly have early alarm calls at 1am to front the live show from down under and also treated in rehab for drinking too much to numb the pain from a botched knee operation, even said about his birthday hopes, I spoke to a lot of the medical team. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's so, that voice? It's Jody. And I'm not an alcoholic. I was just drinking to numb the pain. I've taken a little break from the booze. I've taken a little break from the booze. Can you not? But I'm looking forward to having a paint. A what? A paint. <laughs> A source said, for the first time in 11 years, I'm a celebrity will actually start after Ant's birthday, fact fans. 
In previous series, Deck has always teased Ant about having to work on his birthday, and the crew have often given him a cake. This year, he thought he might actually be able to enjoy a whole day off, as the show won't have started, but ITV have other plans. By November the 18th, the celebrities will have been dropped into the camp, and Ant and Deck are needed for filming. Here we go. They've got the names that are in the frames. All right. Names in the frame for this year's show include Corrie's Jenny McAlpine. Oh, she's the um, Fizz. Fizz. Okay. Rugby star Ben Cohen. Right, yeah. Jamie Vardy's wife, Becky. Okay. Saturday's babe, Vanessa White. Right. Hollyoaks hunk, Jamie Lomas. And Made in Chelsea's Georgia Toffolo. What a surprise. I've only heard of one of them. Sounds like it's going to be another great series. I'll have to add that to the other ones that I've not got round to watching yet, guys. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. And do you know what? Having a friend in your corner really can make all the difference. If you want to find out more, go online, type in search to change... Whoa, 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 whoa. Time to change, and uh, you'll find out more. Thank you. Talk Radio. Switchboard is empty. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. 0344 499 1000. Cost your pennies. Probably free. You'll speak to Sam and he will call you straight back. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
as a nine-year-old. That's a freaky song. That's a freaky song. Freaky shiz going on. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. My name is Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is here as well. Hello. You are welcome to chip in any time you want about anything you want. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, you're very welcome to. Um, and it can be about absolutely anything. What have we talked about in the last hour? We've talked about monkey magic. We've talked about traffic. Uh, the lollipop ladies. We've talked about the... Um, uh, I'm a celebrity in the jungle and all of that. We have talked about um, me losing my voice. Washing we, machines. Washing machines. We've yet to find anybody that has weighed their... Are you good? At, uh, one thing I'm terrible at is estimates. Mm. Whether it be particularly weight. Every year at my mum's care home, they have a guess the weight of the cake competition. And we do it because it's, it's a quid and it all goes, you know, to the care home that we pay... £900 a week to, huh? Hang on a minute. That doesn't seem... Right. Um, and the fella always says to me, do you want to hold it? And I go, no. He said, well, how are you guess? I said, well, I don't... I can't... I can't... I don't know weights. I don't know weights. So I'll hold it. And I'm, I haven't got... I don't know what is a pound, a kilo, 12 pounds, um, a tonne. I do not know. I know some weights. Go on. Well, only because, like, baking and stuff, I can always approximate. Can you? I can't do distance. They'll say, so, so how far is that car? 100 yards? I don't even know what a yard is. I would never, I never use a yard, except if someone's saying, how far away do you think that is? Well, 50 yards. I, I've got no idea. I'm all right with yards, because I used to be a reporter. But I don't know what a yard... tell people how many yards we're talking But I don't about. even know what, I don't even know what one yard is. A foot's that, and a metre's that. Bit more. See? I haven't got a clue. I have not got a clue. Um, so those are some of the things. Um, um, uh, Ben's just replied to my email. Yeah, Ben, it was. It was. Yeah, I took offence, mate, because you were being a knob. Um, I've just read your email. If you've taken offence, sorry, I was just messing around. It was late and I was bored. Well, yeah, you were sending abuse uh, on and, and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, mate. Well done. Nice one. Uh, I think I made the right decision. <laughs> I think I made the right decision in blocking you when I when I did. Um, um, here we go. Oh, this was it. This was this was uh, this was your your, your uh, text. Morning, your drink and drug days. More depression talk and an unhealthy obsession with cocks. Great show, Ian. Great show. That was that was one of the me- many messages, Ben, that I was taking offence mm-hmm. to. So um, yeah, you know. You might have been, you might have been late. You might have been bored. But every action has a reaction, and mine was to think even less of you. And you, you carry on, you carry on on Periscope saying rude things about Kath. You carry on doing that, fella. The big man, the big man there, Ben, the big guy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What I'm saying is, those are some of the things that we've talked about. You are welcome to call in about any of those things, or none of those things, or anything else that you fancy. Maybe there's a, there really is. Very, very little in the papers, but I will go through the papers and I will have a look. But there ain't much going on there, trust me. But if there's anything you think we should be talking about, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can Skype. We haven't had any Skype calls yet this evening. You can Skype late night alternative. Good evening, Sam. Good evening, and how are you? Um, I'm I'm croaky. Um, uh, but I'm fine. Actually, I'm fine. Good. I might go for a steam tomorrow. 
Kath, how are you, he's asking us. How am I? I'm feeling a little bit sluggish, but we had a big feed. You know, the kind of feed where, really, we should have had a sleep afterwards. Yeah, we, and we got, I got greedy. I thought I was, uh, I was getting a second wind, so I ordered a load more food. Yeah. But then, then I then I wasn't hungry. But we had to eat the rest of the food that came. It was so nice. Is well, this... Speaking of food, yeah, go on. Well, can I, can I mention a specific restaurant at all? Or uh, unless you're going, well, as long as you're not going to say that they're a paedophile ring, yes, you can. No, well, I went to Nando's today. Yep. Um, once in a, I go fairly regularly. But I haven't been for about a month, and they only gone and bloody changed the chicken pizza recipe. Sorry, what the hell? What is this? Well. <laughs> Well, do you know what chicken? Do you, do you ever go to Nando's? Go to Nando's all the time, mate. There's one. There's two round the corner from us, right here. We're, we're going there this week. Well, do you ever go to uh, Nando's and have a chicken pitta? Um, I don't think I have a chicken pitta. No, I tend to get um, uh, like wings and stuff. Well, well, I have a chicken pitta, and I oh. love chicken pitta. Okay, I like a chicken pitta. Only got a bloody chain. Can we please it? stop saying chicken pitta? Chicken pitta is a good good order. It is bloody good order. It was Delicious. a good order until they changed. Until they What's changed the, recipe the recipe to change? It's chicken and it's pizza. No, no, no. You see, you've got, you've got to understand the nuances of a chicken pizza, Ian. Yeah. They, they put in there, usually, or used to be, chicken pizza mixed salad. Ooh. Then grated carrot, grated cabbage. Okay. Coriander. You know. Yeah. And lettuce and bits and bits. It was a nice mix to go with the chicken pizza. With the chicken breast in the chicken pizza. Okay, yes. They've changed it now to bloody... Horrible sun-dried tomatoes and cucumber. And it's oh. horrible. It, it doesn't go... It's just a disgusting mix. And, and I'm, I'm devastated. What is the point of cucumber? Cucumber, oh, cu- No. Cucumber is, is nothing. It's, it's, like, it's just like green water in a well, slightly I, solidified I, I form. Shut up. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a bit of cucumber, a bit of salt. I like you it. Know? And nothing wrong with a bit of tomato in the right setting. Yeah. Not in a bloody chicken pizza. It's just... Please. It's wrong. Don't, please you know, don't say... Can we just... Honestly, for some reason, all of you saying chicken pizza is really winding well, me up. you just said chicken pizza. I know. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to be the last... You're the last one to have said it, so there's just no more of the, the CPs. Okay, okay? well... I'm, How are we describing I'm, I'm, it, then? The CPs. A chicken po- pocket. No. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm fuming about it. But anyway, but enough of chicken pizza. Oh, well, I won't say it again, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I also have directional insanity. You're talking about measurements and all that rubbish. Well, yes. I've, I've, I think I've got directional insanity, which means I go out my front door and I don't know where bloody I go left or right or whatever <laughs> to get where I want Hang to go. You've got topical insanity because we weren't talking about directional insanity. Were no, we? no, you were talking about measurements. Yeah, but I, but I know directions. You're Everyone talking... knows directions. Yes, but I, I can't. Look, I go to the supermarket or go. <clears throat> I go to the, the shopping centre. Yeah. I go into a shop. Yeah. And I come out and I don't know whether I should what? go left or right. What? Yes, this, this is my problem. They, honestly, I, I come out. I don't know which way the, to get yes. back to the car. I could lose my car in a car park. I'm, I'm useless. I used to do that when I was a stoner, and I, I remember once I parked my car somewhere near my flat, and I couldn't find it for two days. Two days. Couldn't find it for two days. Couldn't <laughs> do, find do it. Do you know what I've done? Yeah. I dropped the daughter off mm-hmm. at school, and I, I have to park in a car park across the road in yeah. the supermarket because you can't park near the school. Of course. Fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. Pedophiles and all that. I've gone home, had a sleep. Yeah. Woken up, gone out to the car. Yeah. No car there. Oh, it's been stolen. The it's been stolen. No, it's not been stolen. I've just walked home and not remembered after dropping the kid off that I needed to go and get back in my car again. Yeah, that is, uh... <laughs> but for a moment there, I thought, I've nicked my car. 
<laughs> but I know directions. I'm great at finding my way to places and finding my way home without maps. Without I, maps. I could do a route 30 times <clears throat> and not remember. Well, now we don't because now we, we, it's all sat navs. No one ever learns a route. In the no one ever learns. You know, I could do the same route, but loads of places. But because I'm looking at the screen, none of it's going in. I'm not because I'm not having to think about it. It's passive. When it's active, that's when you you you, you remember it. But I am really good. But put me somewhere, I will I will find where I need to go. Sounds like a proud boast. <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just useless. But well, I haven't got much else to say, and I'm afraid. Sam, I'm going to cut you off. Then simple as that. That's the way it works. Pit a pocket. Oh three four. You got a pit a pocket or two. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yeah. When you think back to all the bedrooms that you've 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 that have been your bedrooms yes. right throughout your life, yeah. okay. Here's an, here's an interesting one. Right, I, I might be the only person that thinks this, so I might be about to say something very weird. But do you picture your bed facing in different directions? Like, do you think there are some bedrooms that you've, you've lived in where the bed is actually... So, that, for example, the bed in your bedroom now, do you think that... Do you imagine that it's facing right, but you've also been... You've been other bedrooms where the bed has been facing right, but then there have been some bedrooms where the bed has been facing up, mm-hmm. and there have been some where it's been facing down. Yeah. But, but what is that in relation to? It's not the door. It's not, it's not you walk in and it's the door. To me, I feel like I'm... I'm um, that I know we, that some beds are facing north, and some beds are facing east, west. Uh, I'm, I, it's, tr- it's a tough one to explain, guys. But basically, I think about all the bedrooms I've slept in a lot. All and right, okay. No, I like having the door at my feet. Um, but you but, but take the door out of the equation. So there's I, no I, door. I like being next to the window. Okay, forget the doors and the windows, right? That's because that's confusing things, I think. Can someone phone in? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You, do you know what I mean? That some beds in bedrooms you have slept in, you think the beds are it's like facing the same direction. Guys? Hello guys. Okay. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Goodbye, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000. Skype Late Night Alternative. Dom, stay there. You're on Skype. I'll come to you in a second. Am I the only person now in the world that doesn't have 280 characters on Twitter? Because I'm just looking at Twitter and I don't follow many people. Um, and everyone seems to have 280 characters, except for me. Am I the only person? Hang on, I might have it. Hello, hello. How do I know if I've got it? I'm just going to type loads and see if I've got it. I think 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 I've got 280 characters. Have you? No, I don't know. How many characters have I got? Two. I think I've got it. How come? Uh, I'm just trying. I'm just typing. What does 280 characters look like? More than 140. Does it not give you a rundown as you're writing? No, that's what's changed. Ah, well, yeah, then it looks like you have them. Oh, good. But you're backing off Twitter. Yeah, I know, it sucks. It's for idiots and um, absolute bellends. Um, Angela! Hi. Hey, Angela, I've got 280 characters on Twitter. I think everyone has now. I haven't. Yeah. 
I don't go on it, Mitch. Only on Facebook sometimes. Yeah, Twitter's awful. Mm. Yeah, I've got better things to do in the day. <laughs> yeah, I've got better things to do in the day, like, um, um, look at Twitter. Mm. You know, in 1981... Yes, I do, actually. I was, I was 17. <laughs> Blimey, you're old. Yeah, old. I was eight. Old, yeah. I was well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? People always go in 1981. I was I was eight, right? Well, here's the th- here's here's the interesting thing. Yeah. I was seven, and I was eight. Yeah. Incorrect. I was eight, and I was nine. I was eight. I was seven, and I was eight. So I was se- so no, and I'm I'm a June baby, so I'm in the middle. So. People go, what year, how old were you in 1981? I was eight. No, it's a lie. It's a half lie. I'm, I was seven and eight. Why don't people start doing that? So, um, uh, Catherine, um, if you could just think back, uh, to 1990, just, just how old were you then? 1990? Oh, I'm flipping out. Um. I was 16 and I was 17. 13, 14. There we go, you see. This no, is no, all- no. Because you're a full four years you're <coughs> older than me, aren't you? 15, um, 16 then. Okay, well, this is what we're going to do from now on, Angela, and I'm glad you brought this to our attention, because it's been going on for way too long. Um, How long has this been going on? Too long. When people ask you how old you were in a certain year, I want both of those ages, guys. Okay. There we go. Thank you. Oh, before I go, you know the bedroom? Yes. I got my bed facing the window. Yeah, but is it facing north or south, or east or west? I think it's north. Okay. Because we tried it before, because we tried different ways, because I, I don't dream, I, I don't dream, have nightmares um, facing north. Sorry? I don't have bad dreams when I'm facing north. But if you're facing south? It's worse. Well, does your head have to be, what if your legs are facing south? The same. Well, your legs are facing south if you're facing north. No, um, I can have a bed on the side of the wall if I want. Yeah. Or I can just have it in the middle in the room, if you know what I mean. Yes. That, like, through the... How big is your room? Window. Yeah, it is. Wow. Big it's one. always been this room. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, but man. I've been in the other room, so it's been fine or... or, or so, hang on, if your legs are facing south, you have nightmares, yeah. but if your head is facing north, you don't have nightmares? Yeah. I have a right comfortable sleep. <laughs> what kind of, um... Did you say you have a Mars bar before you go to sleep? No. Oh. A light? Um... A light Mars no, bar? No, I don't have any... I have plenty of water. I'll tell you why water. I'm glad we're leaving Europe. Do you know what we had to drop when we joined Europe because of, um, standards? What? We had to drop one of the greatest pieces of British poetry ever. A Mars a day helps you work, rest and play. Europe made us drop that. Did they? Yes, they did, the because swines. there is no evidence that it helps you work, there is no evidence that it helps you rest, and there is zero evidence that it helps you play. And they, they said it was it was um, trades descriptions, or, or, or le tradeur descriptionne, or something. And so I'm glad we're... Actually, now I think about it, I'm glad we're leaving uh, Europe. I'm, I, yo-ho-ho to Brexit. But they don't mind... Ooh, body farm, body farm for you. Well, no, body farm is for you. It's not for you. No, it is. Is it? Here's another one they had. Get this, Angela. Another piece of British mm. poetry that we had to get rid of. 
Style your hair anywhere you like it. Studio line. The, the reason we got two reasons we got rid of that one because you couldn't style it anywhere you liked it, and two, who jumps out of a giant wall made of paper with maracas? Yeah, who does? <laughs> who does? No one does, Angela. And and so that's why I am glad that we are leaving Europe. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling. No worries, thank you. Bye bye. Nightmares. <clears throat> Well, obviously, but pointing our heads in the wrong directions. Dom is um, waiting on uh, Skype. Hello, Dom. Hello, sir. You all right? I like these Skype <laughs> calls. It's too close. It's, isn't it just? It really is. And because um, um, uh, I don't listen back to the show, but we just uh, our mate Jeff came in a couple of weeks ago. I made a, 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 um, a behind-the-scenes documentary on how a radio show is made. I've not watched it, um, but you would probably follow my instructions. If you want to see it, it's called... uh, What's it called? And another thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And if you go to youtube.com... Is it up now? It's up now. Sam's in it, apparently. youtube.com slash rabbit hole. Here's the thing. It's up there. And it's a behind-the-scenes... I've watched a bit of it. I've, I've skimmed through it. And there's a bit when Chuck Winkle is on the Skype, and the quality is incredible. So good. It's incredible. Here's the thing... Why are we the only show in Britain that's doing this? Why are we the only show in Britain that's doing this? Because the rest are chicken pitters. They are chicken pitters. I think it sounds great. And um, I'm going to... I've bought myself a nice, expensive USB microphone, which I'm going to plug in, which should make me... How does... How do... Apart from croaky, Dom, how do Mm -hmm. I sound to you now? You sound better than you do on the phones. Okay. okay, so it sounds clear and loud. Can you hear Kath? Kath, you speak, because I've not put the headphones Hello, on. hello. Can you hear Kath? No. Speak. Right, hang on a minute, yeah. hang on a minute. Let me, if you pass me these headphones, I forgot to set this up. If you can turn that up as loud as it will go. Sure. There's a little bit of cheating we have to do to, um... All right, Kath is going to... Sp- loud. Yep, go on. Yeah, Kath is going to speak to you now and see if you can hear this, Dom. Boom shakalak. Fine and clear. There we go. You see, and that's just I put some ah. headphones. Bad thing. So okay. Fine and echoing. Sorry. I'm echoing. No, uh, it's gone. Okay. Is it there? No, it's gone now. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Well, there we go. This is it. We are the future of, of radio. Well, if anyone wants to um, learn how to do radio, we're the guys. What you got for us, Dom? The be- beds orientation room type thing. I subconsciously or consciously i agree totally i i, I operate on the same uh, modus operandi right where i'm like for example may, let me explain it better right i i um rightly or wrongly think i know which um compass direction my beds are facing and the place i'm staying in now i believe is facing in exactly the same direction as the my previous bedroom and if you were to get my previous bedroom and put it down on top of this bedroom the beds would be lying in exactly the same direction now I have exactly. zero evidence to back that up. I've got not got a clue, but in my head, that's how I see it. But my my bed in in the house, my mum's old house, I would imagine is face is going left to right of the bed now. Now that's nothing to do with doors, nothing to do with nope. windows. It's nothing nope. to do with it. It's just how I perceive it in my head. It's uh, subconsciously, I reckon we know where north is. Yeah. I... I, is... I, I, honestly, I think we do. Windows, doors, they don't matter a thing. I've stayed in hotels, like, all around the country, and now I'm echoing. Oh, that's because I've put a camera on. Sorry, I thought you'd want to see me. Sorry, go on. Are you echoing oh, God, now? You're looking at me here, if you are. No. Um, yeah. It, my bed at the moment, upstairs, is yeah. uh, my head's at the east, yeah. and my feet are at the west, because I know where north is. 
Yeah. And in other places I've stayed where I've, I've not, you know, you've, you've drove there, so you don't know the place. Yeah. But still, it's like that bed, my bed, when you walk through the door, it's like my bed should be yeah. over there, yeah. but it's actually over there. He's, I know got, exactly he's got it. I mean. He's got it. It's it's a really crap version of, is it synesthesia, where people can see, see colour see color when see music color. is played? Mm-hmm. Or they, they, the notes make colours. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, so. so ours is a crap version, Dom, of just knowing which compass direction. We're probably completely wrong. But thinking we know which compass direction our bed is laying in. Um, uh, I, I did meet a fellow once who um, um, it was introduced to me by a friend of mine. And when he went, my friend Simon went, oh, he's got um, like really intense synesthesia. I said, oh, how does it manifest itself? Oh, when he hears music, he comes. Now, I... <laughs> And, and he said, "You'll always he's he's always at gigs standing at the front row, and you would be, wouldn't you? If music had right. that effect on you, you would be at the front row, mm-hmm. just soiling yourself <laughs> repeatedly." Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, a million and one things what I say, but I won't because. Thank you, Dom. We'll Anything else? Before I cut you off. Um, the video was very good. I approve. Did you enjoy it? He's done a good I job, Jeff. He's done, it. he's done a good job. Uh, well, th- uh, good uh, job, Jeff. Uh, well, thank you for being our first Skype caller of the night, Don. Please share the Skype um, uh, uh, number address with uh, with as many randoms as you can get. We want more randoms calling us if we can, Don. Of course, I've got a lot of time on my hands uh, coming up soon, so I think I might print a few cards up and go oh, and post them through the letterbox. That would be wicked. Thank you so so much. All right, man. Good see you guys. later on. Ta ta. Um, Graham and Cleo, stay there, we'll come to you in a minute. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with uh, Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers and Distant Fathers. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. 0344. 499. You're right. Oh, I feel very queer. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with our friends at Time to Change. Our last week with them, mm-hmm. so we'll be doing an hour with them on Thursday. Do we know have we got a guest? Yeah, it's up there? their spokesman. Oh, brilliant! Okay, um, not the y- young woman we spoke nope. to. And it's, the... a, it's a fella. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be nice to um, to kind of uh, get the things. As always, regular listeners, Graham and Cleo, I will come to you in a second, I promise. You, you, you know, we're doing this thing with Time to Change. I think it's the, w- the fifth week and it's the last week with them. Uh, and it's a really good excuse to people to check in and talk about their mental health and all that stuff. But, 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 uh, we always say uh, on this show, you don't have to wait for when we're doing an hour's phone-in on mental health. If you want to phone-in now, if you want to phone-in, uh, well, not next week, I'm, I'm off writing a book, but um, the week after that when I've written a book, <laughs> got to sound optimistic otherwise it will what did i say was going to distract me um next week i said, said something was gonna that was gonna put me off writing the book you're looking for the um lost oh looking for that video that was video. it that's what's gonna do me yeah um although i found on my phone you can dictate to it you can dictate to it well yeah but be careful what because it doesn't always listen properly. Well, no, but then I'll proofread it afterwards. I told you about my friend no, sending a text to a girl that he'd been out with. Yeah. Um, thanks for thanks for the date. It was like the first date they'd been on. Thanks for the date. Must do it again. XXX. Yeah. She got 
Thanks for the date. Must do it again. Expect sex. Oh, fair play to the... That's a player. <laughs> she... Turns out she quite liked that. Yeah, good. Um, no, but this is... This is just be like in my notes, and then you dictate it. You've got to say full stop, comma, new paragraph. All right. But then supposing you want to write a... You're writing... Supposing you're writing a book, you're dictating a book about punctuation. And you're going... You want to say full stop, but it just keeps doing full stop. And you go, no, 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 full stop. So the sentence would be, no, 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 no. Full stop. Full stop. Oh, bloody hell, just do a full stop. Oh, bloody hell, just do a... Full End stop. of sentence. <laughs> new paragraph. New paragraph. Oh, you go nuts. But sorry, dictating, that's the way forward. Just going to talk my um, uh, uh, life. <laughs> well, I know. That's not actually as stupid it's as it sounds. Well, it doesn't sound... Hang on, it doesn't, even, it doesn't even sound stupid. What are you talking about? Sounds very sensible. You're just going to record yourself talking and get someone to type it No, up. no. It dictates it. It types it for Shut you. Shut up. Yes, mate. Have you got your phone? No. I'm a professional. Well, flipping it. You have got your phone. Where I is haven't. It? It's in the, in you the talk office. to it and it types it for you. I'm just going to record it and then... Don't be a divvy. You, you, you... That means the whole thing about full stops and paragraphs you didn't get. Yeah, I did. What? But then I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm going to type, speak into it, and it will type it up for me. Oh. And then I, I'm, I'm assuming you just go send to publisher, and that's how it works. Can it do do a picture? Will it do that? Yeah, it'll probably do that. Good evening, Graham. Hello, Ian. All right. I'm all right, fella. What you got for us? Um. Well, first, I haven't got that internal bed compass thing that you've got. I think it's a very, very special gift that only a select few of us have, like 280 characters on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got it. Um, Sorry, mate. Oh, it's all right. I'll get over it. I think I've um, just got it. I think everyone's getting it slowly. Yeah, they are getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, the bed compass or the 280? The 280. Here, oh, here's my vow to you. If you've got it, with a little, if you've got a little circle yeah. instead of the number on I, I've just got it in the last five minutes. I mean, neither the bed compass nor the 280 are anything we need. Are they really? Come on. We well, seem to think so. Well, I will never use more than 140 characters on Twitter. That's, that, that's vow, my vow to you. Plus, you're still bitter that your sellotape got it before you did. Yeah, it did, actually. That's, that's crazy, that is. That's crazy. Just stationary. <laughs> um, yes. I, had, I had two things I wanted to talk about tonight. One's light, one's dark. So it kind of... Depends oh, yeah. what you want. Well, both. All right, the, I'll go with the light one first. Yes. Um, things that you're supposed to like that that we're told we should like. Yes. But they're a bit crap. Yeah, I like this. Go on. You know, films or books or music or anything like that. Dad, Dad's Army, Steptoe and Son, Only Fools and Horses. None of which are funny. No, of course not. They're rubbish. Really lame, laboured, slow, old-fashioned, crappy BBC, unfunny comedies. Thank you. Yeah. What you got? Um, The Godfather. Boring film. Um, I, do you know what, because I quite like, I, I do like The Godfather too. Um, yeah, The Godfather, I, 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 yeah, it's a slow, it's a slow film, there's no denying it, it's a slow movie. I didn't go near the sequel, I, I, I fell asleep during the first film, and that was it, I was done with the franchise. Well, well, the second one's good. The third one's absolute rubbish. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, Godfather can't bear it. Yeah. Um, anything by Charles Dickens. Boring, isn't it? Isn't it just? It's rubbish. Really. And Kath will, will get a cob on now because she bums old books. All right. Stop biting your nails. No. You're not my dad. Stop biting your nails, girl. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that down. If you bite them again, I'm gonna cover them in dog shit. <laughs> yes, you are my dad. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, bad language tonight. Sorry, guys. It's because I'm a little bit high. Um, like the Afro man. <laughs> Me and the Afro man were <laughs> hanging out before the show and it was a car crash. Not literal car crash, a metaphorical one, but it, we were in a car getting crashed. Now, um, uh, yeah, old books. Yeah, old books are rubbish. Jane Austen. No. Jane Eyre. No. No, they're yeah. rubbish. Boring. Hey, all right, I've got one, Graham. Graham, I've got one. Graham, I've got one. I've got one. This is controversial. You ready? Go on. Shakespeare. <gasps> Drab. Rubbish. Isn't it? No. No. It's one of those things we're just told to like it. Yeah, There's yeah. no merit. It's yeah. old and yeah. outdated and anachronistic you had the wrong, and tedious. You had the wrong teacher, because if you were just told to like it and expected to appreciate it, you had it all wrong. I had a brilliant teacher who made it relevant. I've tried that. I've, I've even... I act, and I've, I've tried acting Shakespeare, and it's still impenetrable. Which one? Um, we did a fellow. We've done a Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Crap. This guy's. This guy. Me and Graham are going to hang out and have I, um, <laughs> pocket, <laughs> p- p- chicken pitta. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. I'm sorry. That's all right. You can buddy. have the pitta. Um, I, I, I want a cucumber either because that's terrible too. Go on then, Catherine. You 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 play this game then. You you, you educate us. Pink Floyd. Not everyone says. You, yeah, but not everyone says oh. you've got a light pink. Yeah, Floyd. they do. Everyone says that. No, they don't. Everyone says Dark Side of the Moon, great album. Yeah. No. Rubbish. Yeah. Uh, Bob Dylan don't get. And, the old, the old Bob Dylan. Uh, who else don't I get? Um, there's a whole load of things. Uh, who else? Uh, Stones. I really don't get the Rolling Stones. You're just copying no. me, Catherine. You're just, you're just doing my act. Get your I'm own not. act. I'm cover band. Get your own act. Get your own bloody act. All right, Ian Lee, I don't get. <laughs> I don't crap. get Catherine Boyle. She's crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, there's my three off the top of my head. If you'd give me more time to think about this, I would have come up with some absolute buttes. Graham's um, really put a cat amongst the pygmies, isn't he? Huh? That's what he's... Uh, I'm sorry. Mm. Romeo and Juliet, right, talk to me about... It's what... a paedophile's wet dream. They're kids, <laughs> they're babies. Right, but in those days, people did get married at 13. Oh, that makes it all right, does it? No, but... So, so that makes it all right for 13-year-olds to... In to... those days, yeah. That makes it all right. Because yeah, they were dead at 25. That makes it all right, does it? For mm. thir- so, so what you're saying is that um, it will be all right for Gary yeah. Glitter to go back to the yeah, Elizabethan times been, w- and have sex that- with a with a 13-year-old because well, they, that's, no, that's what happened. That's, that's what Romeo and Juliet did. That's what I'm saying. That's what it they did. It played by two 25-year-old blokes anyway. Hang on. Sorry. You just said they all died at 25. So this was like the day no, before I they mean, died, was it's it? It's set in, like, like the olden days, yeah, even in, for those yeah, times. Yeah, Elizabethan times. <laughs> no, it's set, like, older than that. Yes, yeah, in Elizabethan times. No, it's set in older than... sense, they were both kids. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any difference. So you think it's okay? Both of marriageable age at that time. So you think it's okay for Elizabethan children to have sex with each other and then, and then <laughs> kill themselves? Is that what you're saying, Catherine? No. You are a very, you are a what very a dark force. No. Very dark. No, I'm saying. You're uh, broken Britain. Wow. Your Brexit and your Trump. This is fake news. So Catherine wants wants to invent a time machine so that um, all the nonces can go back <laughs> to the Edwardian <laughs> times. Wow! Wow! Because it'll be all right because they'll be dead at twenty five. Stop it! Oh, Edwardian boy. times? What's Edwardian? <laughs> That's when Shakespeare was writing, like the olden days. Flipping Ackian. Graham. Oh, what? You really have. Uh, you've really upset the. Um, and the... that was my light subject. Wow. <laughs> the thing is about. Can I just give you a serious thing? Please do, Catherine. Everyone's always going about Romeo and Juliet, like, oh, you know, star-crossed lovers. They were meant to be. It was like the one. No, it wasn't. From the beginning, 
he's out for what he can get from anyone. He's right. fa- he's in love with someone else right at the very beginning of it. It's yeah. Rosamund or whatever. It's all about her. And then you see, it's just, he's, he's a randy, randy little git. It's the Edwardian. as soon as you see that, you see a whole new, because you know that lad. Right. It has no more artistic merit than a soap opera. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? That is the soap opera of its time. It was made to amuse the common man. I agree, but no one's going to be looking at EastEnders scripts 500 years from now and considering them a high art. You reckon? He's got a very, very good point. Although the scene with um, uh, the bloke from the Dagmar and Kathy last night was very tense. Also, Dirty Den and the Divorce. Christmas Divorce. My favourite episode of of EastEnders is when he um, shot a cab driver and then sucked his finger off on a webcam. That was my favourite episode. that was in the Easter eggs. That was my favourite episode. (laughs) Do you want to do the dark stuff, Graham? I can do. <laughs> Tell you what, let's take, we're going to have a little break, and then when we come back, we're going to get dark. That was quite dark. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Graham will come to you in a bit. And then, Cleo, there's been a dip in the calls in the last 15 minutes, and I've been reminded why. We have to, um... We have to go... Hang on a second. Something's happening on another radio show oh. right now. We have to go to Five Live. Hang on. Oh. Let me find Five Live. Mm. BBC. Mm. I knew there was a reason I should have brought my phone in. I put an alarm on it. Well, I forgot to do my alarm. Here we go. This is happening. I'm on BBC Five Live right now. It's connecting. Because that's the only thing I've got over him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's but like he was my big hero. He played music. So he's retired to... now. No, no, he's busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. He's like he just we played out because I still play rugby and so does he. And he played his testimonial last year. We played together with his two sons and my two sons. We did entire backline made up of noses. It was fantastic. <laughs> So, um, yeah, but, but, but he was what, my what influence, does he do? so there's a huge dedication is to him. Is he an engineer? Or a... No, he's a musician. He's, he's an a, actual musician. Yeah, yeah, and he writes musicals, he plays, he's got his own album out at the moment. He wrote an eye for an eye. Nick Knowles is on nice BBC Five Live, and I just thought, we're well. going to lose so, loads of listeners anyway, so go over to that. So, yes, we'll break a few off-com regulations, yes, we'll probably flout the licensing laws of the land, but let's just stream Five Live on talk radio, then we can pretend it's like we've got Nick Knowles on we get a big audience and um, I think I think he's playing some songs live in the studio oh good it really is this whole Nick Knowles thing what's happened to Five Live what are they doing <laughs> what are they thinking well their last Rage Eyes they did terribly didn't they so they thought I know what's going to spruce this thing up we need Knowles we need Knowles <laughs> <laughs> I thought I couldn't and there's a, it's really just from that point of view there's some stuff out that I did for Comic Relief a few years ago some stuff out and some it's material. it's not good and actually a, a singing coach emailed me and said I've just seen your performance it wasn't very good but you can sing you just don't know how to so I went and had some lessons with her the change was unbelievable. I'd ask for your money back. And then, 
a friend of yours and mine yeah. actually heard me sing and said you should do an album, a, a, a record plugger, an A&R guy. Yeah. Um, Rich Perry, I'm going to give him a... I'm yeah, you, him should, you should give him a... Yeah, Rich mention Perry. Rich Perry, because we all... Everybody's interested in the A&R guys. Everybody's interested in the A&R guys, aren't we? In fact, I'm more interested in the A&R guys, like Rich Perry, than the artists themselves. No, but I'm just weird like that. I would like to know who to blame. It's Rich Perry. Yeah. How we're seeing there, but the next just one sing is, a song. is much more in the... And okay. is this, like, is it a one-album kind of test project or would you if it goes well is there scope for you to do more Bill Williams like Bill. Goes, what, I mean, he came and said hello to us didn't yeah. he at the um, thing you hear that question there yeah are you planning to do more he's thinking oh god how much I've got to tolerate <laughs> well we'll have him on in the background um and um if he uh, if he starts singing we'll get him back hello Graham hello again now um do, do, you said that we're now going dark mm. is it inappropriate no to have Nick Knowles no, not your thing. Is it inappropriate oh, right, to have yeah. Nick Knowles mumbling away in the background, and the second I hear him tie a sock to his guitar, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna turn the volume up? Is that what, is, is is your? I mean, how dark is your dark? It's not that dark, and if I have to play second fiddle to Knowlesy, oh, you in, are you in his band? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. What, what was that, by the way? You can sing, but you don't know how to. Yeah. <laughs> Pay me some what money and I'll... logic of that? Yeah. It, it's the logic of, I can get some money out of you. Or maybe... I'm going to go wrong anyway. You can't sing, but you do know how to. <laughs> <laughs> hang, what is he going to sing? Hang on, hang on. In modern pop culture, is oh. George Ezra. No, he's still banging on. He reckons he sounds like George Ezra. Yeah. Anyway, Graham, go on. Get, get dark and I'll keep an ear on Nicky Knowles. Yeah. Anyway, are you familiar with the... The concept of intrusive thoughts. Um, yes, we've talked about it before. Sorry? Have you? Don't, well, you, Kath is intrusive in, in my thoughts, <laughs> because I didn't even have time to think about it. Go on, before then, have she's a, It's thoughts that come into your head that you don't want. Yeah, we've, not talk, we've not talked about we it have, before. No, we like haven't. Like wanting to, like thinking, I could, I could fall off this now. I could, I could throw myself off the side of this building now. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That kind of thing. I didn't realise you'd spoken about it before. So I don't think we have, mate. I think she's making it up. We have. He just doesn't remember. We haven't. No. Yeah. We've never spoken about it. Fuzzy head. I would remember it. Really? So yeah. That's what I wanted to ask. If, <clears throat> if it's, I know it's not just me who has those thoughts, but I wondered if it is just limited to that. What, th- what thoughts are you having? Because the ones I've got is that yeah, if I'm at the top of a building, I could toss myself off here. Um, um, uh, so, so that's, that's the common. That's the common one, I suppose. Why? What, what have you got? Well, it's just just to to transgress, to sort of lean over and kiss your boss, or to ruffle some stranger's hair on the bus. Well, you certainly can't do that these not days. Not with, not with Pestminster. Transgressive. Um, no, well, um, um, kiss your boss. Well, you know, it's it's the transgression. It's not the actual act of kissing my boss. It's the act of. Those small transgressions to... Doing to, something to, that is socially um, unacceptable yeah, and quite shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I and think you never will, and you never do, but that, that thought just pops in there. It's like, I could just lean over and kiss you. I think... I wonder what would happen. I think we all get it. I, I, quite often, if you're in church or, or somewhere quiet, th- th- there's, I have, uh, people have an overwhelming compulsion to shout out, Oh, balls! <laughs> yeah, where does that come from? That's what I'm interested in. Um, Where does that need to transgress come from? Are we all just naturally rebellious, nonconformist? I don't think it's rebe- I don't think it's a rebellion thing. It's got to be something deep within our psyche. There's, there's, I, I don't know. 
we're yeah. we're all we're all just um, lonely uh, vessels with little candles floating around inside these boats that are human shaped, oh, and we have no idea enough. we have no idea why we're here or where we're going or what we're supposed to do. We're all frightened little babies. You're not wrong. Yeah, thanks for that, Graham. That's all right, mate. Good night. Ta-ta. 0344 who was... Um, Can I just say that uh, Max, who we had in last night from Hollow Hand, better than this guy. Better of course he is. Wasn't Max brilliant? Wasn't he? Is that gone out as a podcast? Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll tweet that during the news to him then, because that was... Um, a, he was so charming. I took out the E.T. joke. Okay, okay. You bowled it. That's fine. That's fine. You blink. Do you know why? Why? In case I use it for a, a weekend best of. Oh, okay. uh, One's bitten twice shy. Though. Well... Well, Catherine, as we all know, um, uh, I've been in this business 20 years. I've, I've zero upheld complaints to the uh, regulatory body. Ofcom, yeah. Kath, could you remind me how many you've got? Just the one. There we but go. I haven't got a brilliant producer. No, exactly. You have. No, I haven't. I've got, I've got a, a, a producer, a shoddy producer, that has infringed the Ofcom guidelines. Do you know what? I'm not, I'm not sorry. <clears throat> Jesus, and she's unrepentant. This because is the awful. Thing, the thing I put out, I think, was important, so I stand by it. But, you know, I respect Ofcom and all that, but in this case, they were wrong. You, well, no, they were, those guys, those guys know their onions, and they, I agreed with them. I actually wrote them an email saying, saying that Catherine had take transgressed her, not the me. rules. Um, no, shut up, ma'am. That is, that is very, that is very disrespectful. And that is why people like you um, get complaints upheld and uh, against I got you. a complaint because it was someone after you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They couldn't get you. They no, got me. They got you. Exactly. It's the story of my life. Exactly. And do you know why they couldn't get me? Because they can't get me. Because you've got I'm, a brilliant producer. No, n- but that's utter rubbish. It's because I'm I'm good and I know what I'm doing. Is he going to sing a flipping song or what? <laughs> why are you pretending to cry? Fine. Is he going to sing? But it was not. It's just no, what, it's not. It's, it's what he deserves. I mean, the same way um, we've got uh, is a. I think it's um, tomorrow. Tomorrow night we've got one here with the big street in Manchester. We did for the veterans where we had. Uh, what is he doing? Free concerts for vets now? Blimey! Haven't they suffered enough? They pay. They get paid a fortune. M- my cat is going to be like 120 quid a month to, just to get the pills. That's an incredible amount. He's doing concert for vets. Do a concert for cat owners. You absolute prune. 0344 499 1000, the late night alternative, Skype, late night alternative, all one word. Good evening, uh, Cleo. Hello, I've invented a new game. You if you're on game. speakerphone, um, then you better get off it I'm sharpish. Not, I'm not like. Well, well, how come it sounds like you're miles away from your phone? I don't know. Oh, he's come closer now. There we go. Busted. Well done, thank you. Thank you. Well, wasn't like. Anyhow, um, I've invented a game. It's I spy with my little ear, accents without any words in. Do you want to play? I had a very weird game of I spy with my kids where they just, they don't give a stuff now. And they'll just, they were like saying lion, <laughs> um, alien. And I was going, guys, it's I spy. I spy with my little eye, with my eye. Stuff you can see, you absolute cheating little sods. <laughs> Outrageous! <laughs> but that has progressed from everything started with ter- oh, the. Oh no! It used to be ah. It used to be ah. I suppose I'm going with ah. Apple, um, airport, a car. That was <laughs> that was what it was for about two years. <laughs> a car. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, the only combination between this game and I Spy is the fact you don't really score points, you just get a go if you win. Okay, well, that's what I Spy, that's, that's the yeah, rules of I Spy. Yeah. But this is accents. Right. Because, you know, if you watch something on the telly and there's like a crowd in a, in a certain area in Britain, sometimes you can pick up what the crowd's saying, even though you can't hear the words. No. Well, no, then you, you, you hang you on, if you're, pick, if you're picking up what they're saying, then you're hearing the words. No, but you can, you can pick up the accent, if you know what I mean. You can, you can pick up where they're from. Right, because it'll say, today we're doing Flog It and we're in Leicester. Well, well sometimes you might miss the introduction. No, it will always, because, no, because, well, if you miss the introduction, about halfway through it, he'll say, well, let's leave um, the, 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 the goodies here and I'm going to take you around um, Leicester Cathedral. So then you might have already finished playing the game. I wouldn't even, I've, I've not, we've not even started playing the game. He is, so Floggett is in Leicester, and they will mention that. I'm not playing Floggett. Several, several times throughout the show, you will be told they're in Leicester. It's a big, that's why they go around the country. I don't even watch Floggett. You should watch Floggett, I like Floggett. I don't like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Here we go. Live in session. On Talk Radio. Great pleasure. I'm glad you can make it. Please welcome live here in Talk Radio Studio and certainly not on BBC Radio 5 Live because that would be illegal. Mr. McNoles. When the rain is blowing in your face and the whole world is on your case. Knock it up for you a warm embrace <laughs> To make you feel my love Feel my love, my hard love When the evening shadows and the stars appear My ovaries have disappeared And there's no one there to dry your tears I can hold you for a million years To make you well, thanks very much for that, uh, Nick, but we're going to have to move on, I'm afraid. Um, hang on a second, we've got Martin... Oh, we've got Martin called. Oh, 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 God, shut up, shut up, man. Hello, Martin, yes? Hello? Hello, Martin, you're on the air. Yes, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Um, um, uh, you're close. What have you got for us? <laughs> Um, I want to debate anything you want to debate. Okay. I I I I, I always take the devil's advocate side of everything. Well, go on then. Um. Okay. Well, the the um the English um state of your um. Oh, you're so right boring. Now. I am pretty boring. Sorry. Yeah, you're dull, man. Jeez, come on, but put some life into this. I'm sorry, but why are you not more like the Scandinavian countries? Where are you from? Denmark. Yeah, boring. Boring. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There we go, that's why. Second swear may have got out there, guys. I do apologise. What an unpleasant gentleman Martin was. Teary me. A swear may have got out. I do apologise. I was having a coughing fit there. Martin, wasn't it? What's a child? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the late night alternative. 
Talk Radio. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. So it's time to change to find out more. 0344 499 is the phone number. You can Skype Late Night Alternative. Another hour of this to go, dear listener. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Four, four, 
499-1000 is the telephone number. That's hollow hand. I didn't Max. kill anyone. Oh, oh. <laughs> who's that? Where was that um, going to? I didn't kill anyone. I don't know. We don't. We just don't know. Um, oh, no, that was um, that was um, our friend. I didn't kill anyone. I, I, I hope I didn't uh, oppress anyone. I mean, I mean, I did have a Kalashnikov and yeah. military uniform, but I didn't. I didn't hit anyone. I didn't no. oppress anyone. No, of course not. That's Shabazz Suleiman. Shabazz Suleiman uh, from High Wycom, who joined ISIS, and he wants to come back. Reckons all he's been doing is riding his bike and playing, playing PlayStation. PlayStation. Um, occasionally holding a Kalashnikov. But I, I think, I think in ISIS, at Fair Play, they've only up, got up to PlayStation 3, and he wants to come... He misses his PlayStation 4. The humanity. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. It's one of those shows tonight where we're just sitting here and chewing the fat. My voice is coming and going, which is fine. Um, what have we talked about in the last few hours? Monkey Magic? Uh, we started talking about um, the jungle, um, <clears throat> taking your day off, uh, the, a day off work for your birthday. Stuff you don't like that people tell you you should. Yes. Um, Cleo was talking something about accents. I didn't really understand where that was going, but we we talked a lot about Flog It, which is a great programme, mm-hmm. Flog It. I like that guy. But he's one of the um, big earners that the BBC outed. Am I thinking of the right guy, the one who's got his um, glasses on a chain? No, 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 that's, um, that's Bargain Hunt. Oh, right, no, okay. no, this guy's, this guy's a bit fair. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're at Leicester today, and, um, we've had some really, really great articles, and, uh, here's one, it's, um, uh, if you look at this, it's, it's a Chinese pot from, uh, the, uh, 1700s, and, um, what, what, what are you going to do with the money? If you, you, it's valued at £100, you can help it, you're going to give it to your daughter to go backpacking around Australia, that's fantastic, well, let's go to auction. Oh, it sounds good, I'm in. It's, it's a great programme, Flog It, it's a great, but then they, the BBC do this thing that they always do, they then put in, um, like history bits. Well, we've, we've stepped away from the auction room and uh, I'm here in Leicester Cathedral. Cathedral and uh, it was here in 1600 um, that the uh, the King of England um, actually had his finger chopped off. And uh, and it's buried right under this stone here. And it's, Did you know? Yeah, 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 that's oh. true. So I've learned all this stuff, but uh, it's boring. Um, 0344 499 1000. So that's the stuff we've talked about. You're welcome to call in. Um, if you want to, um, don't swear, don't be libelous, those are the only things. And here's the thing, if you do swear, or you do say something that could get us into a legal sticky patch, uh, it won't get broadcast, because I will press this dump button here, and um, it will uh, stop it being broadcast. So don't be Martin. Don't mention his name. Although I will be um, sharing his Skype contact details with anybody that sends me an email on £50. Good evening, Kyle! Good evening, boss. You all right? I'm good, thank you. Well, the voice is a little bit croaky, I'm, but I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I shall have some more night nurse this evening and um, some very, very dark dreams. Well, I was going to say hot whiskey, but I don't have No, it. no. Okay. Unfortunately, those days is long gone. Sorry. Yes. Um, so, no, I was ringing you because... Uh, well, I was going to tell you about the wrestling I've been to, but that's that's probably not relevant. <laughs> yes. I'm ringing you from my new telephone. Oh, Carl's got a new telephone that sounds a little bit crackly. No, does it sound crackly? Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I thought that would be clearer than my mobile, usually. Someone's just sent me a very funny tweet, right, of um, there's there's um, there's a, a former broadcaster who's, who's going to be doing health um, podcasts oh, now. Good. Because good they've, 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 he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he's lost a lot of weight. <laughs> and then someone's tweeted <laughs> in response to him. See if you can spot the typo. Fair play to you, pal. I need to follow your example, as I'm in the same boat, i.e. overweight and need to lose weight. And I will. Thanks for the update. You've given me a lick up the arse. 
<laughs> Who knew that was a secret? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Nana's spare room looking attractive now. Um, yes, Carl, go on, continue a vous play. Well, no, that was, well, that, that was the main bit. It's because uh, it stuck in my head the other month, and it would have been that long ago, when you said you can't really put the phone down and just hang up, slam the phone down. Oh, you can't, yes, it's impossible to slam the phone down. But now I've got one, and even better than that, it's red. So I feel, I feel like I'm permanently in uh, Commissioner Gordon's office. Oh, yeah, the bat phone. So you, are, you, are you holding a receiver, and is, is there a curly cable that's coming off it, going yeah. into, a, into a thing on the thing? Yeah, but it took ages to dial the bloody number for a talk radio. Yeah, it does. I've got one of those in there. Oh, was it a... Yeah. Because you could get a... You could still get one of them and slam it down. No, no, it's one of the old... Apparently it's one of the old 60s ones. It down. And it's got like a little adapter so you can plug it in. Yeah. Oh yeah, mate, yeah. that is that is brilliant. If I if I could be bothered, um, I would get that. But I'd still just get phone. Co- well, hang on a minute. How do you get answer phone messages? Well, you don't. Well, you say you don't, but I. He dis- doesn't. I discovered the other day that mine has got an answer phone. You calling Carl a liar? Well, I'm just saying. I've only wow. just found out. I've still got no idea how I collect my messages. But I rang our house phone. I'm the only one who rings it. Oh, BT one five seven one. Maybe it's that. Is it BT? Is it BT Coolmander? Um, we're not with BT. It, it could be BT Coolmander. Something similar. Then you got to dial one five seven one to get your messages. I'm not interested. If well, I'm that's, not in, that's Ben. I like a good old fashioned. Um, uh, here's the thing, right? When was the last time you had to break into someone's house to um, switch the cassettes that the answer phone messages were recorded on? I haven't had to do that since. I'm going to say 1987. Yeah. That was the last time that I'd left a message on someone's answer phone and had to break into their house at the dead of night and switch the tiny... And it was the tiny cassettes. I had to do that. You don't do... You can't do that with these call minders. How did you break in? Um, well... We, we, um, Careful, because you can't be giving instructions. No, 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 I'm not giving instructions, but I knew that this old man left his downstairs um, toilet window open um, sometimes, and uh, by luck it had opened, and I, managed, I was small enough in those days, slim enough, virile enough, no, not virile enough. Not s- in the 80s, no. Svelte enough to um, um, climb through it. What was incriminating on the turf that you needed to retrieve it? Oh, it was... I'd... I'd, um, <clears throat> I'd um, thought I'd put the phone down... Um, when, uh, when I was committing a murder. And, and then, no, oh. nothing, nothing, there was nothing that incriminating, but I thought it was best to get rid of that tape. OK, no, that's, that's a fair point. I also, by the way, yes. this is, I was going to say, working out the timeline, yeah. I was going to say, this is my second call to talk radio today, but technically it's my first because of the time. I've got to say, cool. put this in the podcast, right, Cass? I know it's not the best bit of the show, but can you put it in the podcast? Because yeah. I want Kyle to hear. How much does this phone cost you, Kyle? How much? Uh, about tw- uh, twenty pounds. Yeah, it sounds like it. Is it, is it a proper vintage one though? Yeah, no, it is because there was. Can you hit it? Hit, hit, the, hit the receiver. The, hit the receiver on the table. The the handset. Hang, hang on a minute. Hang on. Can you hear that? Oh, that. Mate, it sounds awful. It's I'm really sorry. It's no, I'm, I'm not. I, listen, don't apologise to me. I'm glad you're calling, and I like it. But um, this is this is what my childhood sounded like. Really bad. Phone lines, occasionally oh. a cross line as well. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think that. But it, but it's yeah. I quite like it. And I feel it go on it. then, Carl. I'm going to be rude to you, and I want you to do the. I want you to do the appropriate thing. You know what to do, don't you? Right. Well, do what. I've had enough of you. So up yours. Now that was good. That's the only reason you bought that phone. That was great. That was good. I like that a lot. 
Well, I can do that for you any time. Ring my landline. I, I, you've never given me your home phone number. Ah, yes. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can Skype Late Night Alternative. We'll have a little look through the papers in a moment. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. I'm flagging a bit, voice-wise. It's going a little bit. This is the late-night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. You can give us a call now, 03444991000. Just to flag up, I will not be here next week. I am, um, I'm going to, I'm, God damn it, I'm going to write this goddamn book if it's the last thing I do. I'm not going to finish it next week. Be, being realistic. It's, uh, it's a, I think it's a really good idea for a book. So it's not an autobiography, but each chapter is about a different television show that I've worked on, and it will just kind of go into the details of the show and what it was like and who I worked with, and, you know, it's funny and it's rude and it's a bit sweary, and I think that'll be interesting, because I've done so many different TV shows, but it'll be like pilot shows that I did that never aired as well, and series that I did, and there's a chapter about being on the Alan Titchmar show. Um, So uh, I've got about 25,000 words, guys, and... um, I reckon next week I can get another 14,000. I can do 2,000 a day. and Not necessarily going to be any good, but 2,000 a day. So you say we get 15,000. So that, that takes us up to, that takes up to 40,000. I reckon you need 80,000 for a book. So you that's, should be able to make some decent progress. So anyway. that is half a book. Yeah. And if I can get that, if I, once I get, here's, here's what my thinking is. It's been for a long time. Once I get over the halfway mark, it's all downhill. Right now it just feels like a real slog. So, um, I've taken next week off, but here's the thing: I'm, I've take, I'm taking hardly any time off over Christmas. I'm, I'm off Christmas Day, and uh, Christmas Day in Boxing Day, Monday and Tuesday. So I'm, I'm off then, but I'm, I'm in for the rest of it. I might as well. And I've put in a bid, although it hasn't been definitely given the thumbs up. But I've put in a bid to do um, New Year's Eve as well, which is going to be on a Sunday. So that'll be fun, guys. Um, 03444991000 Skype Late night um, alternative um, Jordan's in the, I'll Say that David, I'll come to you in a minute Jordan's uh, in the papers mm-hmm. Katie Price was or Kate Price she's called now Katie, Katie Price These beautiful young women That get plastic surgery done So they um, try to still look like Beautiful young women When actually they're ageing quite beautifully, you know, natural. I, I find the ageing process, I find it stunning. I think it's, it's, it's beautiful. I can understand why people have issues with it, both men and women I'm talking about here. Um, but, um, you know, the, you, you see these, these generally women who kind of trying to recapture something from 15, 20 years well, ago. Well, because they're in an industry where <coughs> it markets people on the yeah, basis yeah, of yeah. their youth, yeah. you know, and they're surrounded by people who are, you know, they're young, younger versions of themselves and they're worried that they're going to become obsolete. And, that's, and it's a reasonable worry. Look yeah. around how many older women are on TV. Yep, yep, yep. Too many as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Too many. I'd like to see zero. Kate Price was almost lost for words after having tooth treatment in Turkey. This is the thing, isn't it, now, is to go abroad to get stuff done. It's a bit cheaper in Turkey, to, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, get it done cheaper. But then if it goes wrong, um, 
not necessarily with the tooth. Well, maybe with the tooth thing, but if it goes wrong, they don't speak English. And it's not me being a, hey, doctors don't speak. Yeah, in Turkey, a lot of the doctors don't speak English. A lot of the nurses. Um, the ex-glamour model struggled to speak to Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain. She moaned. I've got... Uh, what does she sound like? I've met her. I met her years ago. I did a show. She She's was a on. bit... She kind of talks a bit like that, doesn't she? Like that. I've got Lumen... Hey, that woman, we were listening to another radio station on the way home. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, and, and there was a woman, and I pulled over, and I texted Kathy. Kathy, you've got to turn on this radio station, because uh, this woman sounds like... It was a phone-in show. And she sounded like Faith Brown doing an impression of Janet Street Porter. Yeah. There's a niche reference for you guys, but some of you go, Oh, well, Dotton, what I want to say is, when I worked on the buses, they gave us our own uniforms! <laughs> Was it was really like and you think if you if you were like workshopping a, a movie with Mike Lee and you came in one day and said Mike I think I've got the voice she talks like this he so goes yeah too much. can it's we too much. can we rein it in about sixty percent please yeah. uh, it was incredible wasn't it oh it was though wasn't it and she yeah the the surprise was reflected in like the the way her voice would suddenly sweep about three octaves yeah and the rest of the time it was right down there wasn't it. <clears throat> It was, but this is the thing I miss. I love doing this show, right? I love it. It's the best job I've ever had. And God, uh, you know, um, I, uh, help me. I hope I stay there for the next 20 years. I'll be very happy. It's unlikely, of course it is, but I'd love it. The, the, um, 10 o'clock until 1 o'clock, sometimes later, Monday to Friday, perfect. The thing that would make it better, and I was talking to Clive Bull about this. He said the problem with this, the station is no one knows about it. And that's true. There hasn't been. I think there will be next year. Everyone's contract comes up for renewal at the end of March. So <laughs> we're all playing guess the changes. Because, of course, there's going to be changes. I think I can guess too. Um, but so it's an uncertain time. So but I think once they've got the people have gone and, and, and News Corps have got their people in, I think they, I imagine, and I'm making this up, but I imagine there will be a big launch, relaunch probably next March. Um, Roundabout then. Um, and, he's, and, he, and Clive said, the other problem is that people can't listen to it because it is on DAB. And more people have DAB than they used to. Um, uh, but not everyone does. Not everyone has done a deep retune. The thing I find with DAB, with digital radios, so I guess in the last 15 years, not just DAB, but digital radios, is a preset the station so 20 years ago i would ha i would retune my radio by turning the knob yeah and even if you'd found your station sometimes you yeah. turn it on in the morning and it wouldn't it wouldn't sound great yeah. so you try and sort of tweak it a little bit and they usually sort of three or four oh well sometimes you I, I, sometimes at the night time it's easy, you get more frequencies particularly on medium wave because it, 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 things travel better at night time for some reason and so I, so I would sometimes be listening to a radio station for half an hour and then realize it wasn't the station yeah. i was looking for and i was like a quarter of a centimeter out but thinking oh actually i've quite enjoyed this i'll listen to this for a bit longer and um with digital radios, it's preset. With DAB, again, it tends to be preset. You have your three or four stations, your LBC, your Radio 4, your, your, um, your, maybe, your, uh, I don't know, heart for a bit of music or whatever. Um, so to encourage people, I don't even know on my DAB, my crappy little DAB radio, I don't even know how to set presets on it. I can't set presets. Um, so th what I miss is it, this show... If we were broadcasting on FM, or even better, if we were on medium wave, it, 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 
it would open up such a great potential audience. And I don't, I'm not talking necessarily about, oh, I want my numbers to go up, although of course I do. I'm talking about the catchment of callers, the, the, the people that, that do flick through their, ra- their medium wave radio stations at 24 minutes past 12 on a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, uh, that stumble across something that isn't music, that's two people sat there talking absolute nonsense, and they go, oh, I think I'll have a bit of this. Oh, there's a phone number. I can phone up. I'll phone them up, and I'll, I'll tell them my bit of nonsense. I miss that, man. If we... The the only thing that can make this job better is if we were on medium wave. Oh, God. And it would sound... I mean, I love the sound of medium wave anyway. I think it's sound. It's the speech radio is meant for that slightly hummy sound. But it would just open up so many potential new voices and 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 people at different ages dab is is a medium i think and again i'm making this up i think that is predominantly um between 30 and 50 i think they're kind of seem to be the catchment area certainly reflected by the sort of voices we get on yeah 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 but i think i think dab kind of is when it came in what 15 years ago so people that were sort of maybe 35 them kind of new adapters would get it and if we were on medium waves what we could do what we could do with that i would love and it will never happen because andy and jason get um about 300,000 listeners we get just under 50,000 so it would never happen Man, if we swapped for a night, what and, and and we just they could even have their their DAB signal. Let us broadcast on their medium wave frequency. Oh God, Kath, what we could do with that? What we could do with that? Oh, it doesn't bear thinking. Well, about. I'll take Andy. You take him out, and we'll uh, we'll sort it. Um, she moaned. I've got luminous, I've got luminous teeth because I'm having my teeth done, and they're like a gum shield. Do I sound funny? Did you move your computer near your microphone? No. Okay. Do I sound funny with these teeth? I'm in agony with them. Bleaching teeth. I had my teeth bleached once, like a low-level bleaching, and we got it done free. We did it as a... Like, it was the, the days when we did it as a report for the radio station mm. I was on, and I got it done free. So I only had one session. It flipping hurts. It makes them sensitive, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you're putting bleach on your... T- and I don't know why, because teeth are just bones. Um, are they bones? Kind of like... They're kind of like bones. It really flipping hurts. Ay, ay, ay. Very, very, very painful. Um, anyway, that's that. I wonder what's going to happen to that generation of people who've had veneers. Because underneath those veneers, they're like jaws, aren't they? They've filed yeah, those teeth yeah, yeah. down to little points. Well, nothing will happen. They'll stay on there forever, won't they? I don't know. Oh, I hate teeth. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, David. Yeah, evening, boss. Evening, David. How's your podcast going? Uh, number four in the religion charts on iTunes. It's number four in the religion charts? Yeah. Is it really? It is. Is yeah, it? I uh, tweeted a picture, screenshot of it uh, earlier today. Limonek, that's, um... Who's who's number three and who's number five? I don't know who three is, but David Bedell's two. I didn't really ask any question, did I? David Bedell? Yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, well, that's that's something. Now, that's something to be... Uh... Ali Jones is going to be furious. Yes... Alec Jones can... All right, steady on, fellas. Uh, Here we go, there we go. Oh, well, that's great, that's great news. I'm really, um, I'm really pleased for you. Why can't I find you on Twitter? There's a David Babcock holding a giant fish. Who are you? might you? have blocked me. I might have done. Who are you? The David Babcock. Oh, that was it. That was it. I always think that people who say the 
than their name and not normally the name? I am the. Um, okay, right. Oh, look at that. There we go. So number <laughs> number one is the Moral Maze. Um, number two is David Vadil. Number three is Elevation Church. But, uh, but then you're not in. I don't see the picture of you at number four. Oh, uh, open it out. Click on the picture. I clicked on the picture. I've got to click on it again. Yeah, it's there. It just stops at oh, three. Right, I got it. Look. Oh, there it is. That is incredible. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. Be- Taking over the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, but, but I, I should warn you. Um, you, you'll drop down quite quickly because that's how uh, iTunes yeah. works. But but enjoy it while you can. Well, uh, I would do, but I find it impossible to book guests. Okay, why is that? I keep getting rejected. Well, who have you tried to book? Uh, Psychic Sally. <laughs> right, yeah. Darren Brown. Yeah. Um, um. Noel Edmonds. Okay. Well, I'm doing it this week, aren't I? Yeah, I don't know when you're free. Um, I am free Thursday at, um, half past seven. PM. Y- yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Okay, then, that, that sounds good to me. Okay, fine. I think you need to think out of your box. Yeah, you should get out of your box. Right, David, you're the only, why do you need another psychic on there? You've got the psychic powers. Why don't you interview, you know, like, famous dead people? Like, a Piers Morgan, but, you know, not horrible, and with um, dead celebs. Yeah, but that'd just be me talking to me. Would it, it, though? I thought you had powers. Well, but, I mean, if you visualise it, because they speak through me, don't they? Yeah, I'd love to hear what they have to say. I'm sure they've got a few monologues. uh, Have a word with them and see if they're up for it. I'm sure some of them would be um, happy for the attention these days. I suppose again, so I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. What? I don't. You sound a bit defeated. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, uh, I, I had a bit of a boost from being number four in the religion chart. But, uh, yes, and that's you've come crashing back down. I don't know down. what to do with it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll take you. Take your dark vibe away from us. So I, I, there was one thing I was ringing in for. Oh yeah. You know, you think the thing about um, slamming the phone down. Yes, I've got a mobile, and I've got—I think I've got a technique that sounds like I'm slamming it down. Okay, brilliant. Let's let, let's do it then, you big knobber. Oh, hang on. Uh, oh no, hang on. You still there? Yeah. You go away. Sound like someone dropping his phone. It was something, wasn't it? This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Go online, type in Time to Change to find out more. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. It's the last 30 minutes of the show, 0344. 499-1000. 499-1000. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. You can Skype in as well, Late Night Alternative. And I'm... Um, if you've got any suggestions on how we can get the Skype... What do we call it? Skype handle, Skype number. Out to more people. 
um, uh, particularly more people around the world, because it's free to to use the Skype from anywhere in the world. And we've had some great calls from America. Um, the brilliant Hisako from Japan. Um, and a couple of calls from Canada. If if they can think of any way we can get late night alternative as a Skype thing out to to people around the world, because it seems obvious to me that we have this technology, we have this uh, this thing that means people can can phone in and talk to us and and tell us what's going on in their street, you know, in their part of the world, in their part of you know wherever it is they are. And I'm I'm really scratching my head. As to how we um, use that and get the most out of it. So any suggestions, then uh, please do let us know. Ian at com is the email. Uh, at Ian Lee is the Twitter. I'm, 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 thank you, Catherine. I'm flagging a bit, dear listener. Um, the, the, voice is, the voice is all right, but I'm very sweaty. Very sweaty. Um, feel a little bit... There's only 25 minutes to go, and then it's, and then it's home time. Um, and they'll be straight to bed. I might play a little bit of Rainbow Six to start. I've got not got be up too early tomorrow. The first thing I've got tomorrow is three o'clock. My uh, eldest is um, playing the piano uh, to school, so I shall go along and see that. Then I shall take the boys for a haircut after school. Then I'll come in, and we've got Jim Bob from Carter in tomorrow, which I'm I'm a little bit nervous about. Yeah, because they had a fearsome image. Yeah, didn't they? like like most of those, he's a pussycat. The I book bet. is such a funny book; it really, really is. And thank you to everyone who kept recommending it. Loads of you have, um, and he sent me like a, like a, some books and CDs and stuff like that. And he's he's, he's going to be a really nice bloke, um, but it's it, it, the, the, I'm slightly nervous because of that uh, reputation, and also because I don't actually know that much about Carter. I I, I had the album. Um, I had, I saw them, I think I saw them at least once, maybe twice. Um, and, uh, but I was never, I was never a huge Carter fan. Um, and it'd be interesting, you know, he's done other stuff as well. And uh, he's got some very, he's very funny, honest, open stories about, you know, being a pop star. And they were, they were quite big pop stars. They were big in like for two years. They were 91 and 92. I think they were like the second best live band in the enemy poll after rem wow yeah i know i know it's nuts absolutely nuts um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand chris has called in good evening chris good evening sir how are you um I'm, I'm, I'm flagging a bit but i'm all right i'm all right I know, I know what you mean i meant to call you about an hour and a half ago girls my, my darling son decided he had other plans oh what what were his plans his plans were to just sit up and be wide awake. Here we go. <laughs> this is the thing, dude. This is the thing. Um, hang on, someone's asking, Hi, Ian, do you know the DAB frequency you're broadcasting on? My radio can't find talk radio when it auto-tunes. Got to do a deep tune. Yeah, press and hold. Press and hold for a deep tune. Do you know, every time you say the phrase deep tune, yeah. I hear... Um, it's time for Alan's deep bath. Is is that an Alan Partridge feature? Yeah. When is that? When is that? I don't remember that one. Sponsored by Dettol. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Alan Partridge, but there, the number of times I've watched his shows or the film, 
and he's doing these ridiculous phone-ins, and I'm thinking, oh, well, that would actually make it, that makes a really <laughs> decent phone-in. It's a really decent phone-in, you know. Um, but um, I do like a bit of Alan Partridge. He's coming, Alan Partridge is coming back. Yes, I know. pro-Brexit, isn't he? Wait. Of course he's pro-Brexit, of course he is. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Have you listened to the, um, Chris, to the, uh, the Nomad book? Uh, yeah, well, I've got both of the audio books. Oh, yeah, they're, they're d- they're and that's the way to do it. I, I didn't even didn't even cross my mind to buy the book. I went straight for the the CDs because the, it's just the, it, hearing him do it is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Nomad in the footsteps of my father. <laughs> Nomad is a, Nomad is a work of art. Nomad is actually him reading that is actually a work of art. I think it's it's. It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Have you heard the first book? Uh, yeah, a long time ago, and I need to listen to it again, but yeah, yeah. I heard it when it came out, yeah. But there is a beautiful detail in it that you will only get from the audio book, you won't get from the book. Go on. Where he, um, in the show, there's a recurring gag, and also in the book, in the audio book as well, where every time he goes to say, uh, Norfolk's best music mix, and he has to correct himself and say, North Norfolk's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. best music mix. And then in the audio book, <laughs> he goes... It's North Norfolk's best... It's Norfolk's best... No, North <laughs> Norfolk's best... <laughs> he, is, he is good, Steve Coogan. Uh, and Alan Partridge is one of, <clears throat> I think, the, the greatest comedy character. Well, comedy and, and, and dramatic, really, because it does get dark. But he's one of the best characters. i tell you another... Th- uh, it, this is going off on a slight tangent. Mm. Uh, and I keep... We, we have an advert that features them, and every time I hear them, I think... The, 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 one of the best characters of all time, the Minions. Mm. The Minions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the Despicable Me or the Minions movie. Oh, yeah, no, my, my wife loves those. Films. Oh, uh, the, the the Minions. I think are the greatest characters, and the fact that they don't even really speak, you know, um, and and there's 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 so much expression in these weird yellow looking dudes. Saying that they are responsible for my nephew the other night when he came over screaming banana yep. banana for a good half hour and uh, <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean they love it, don't they? But I, the whole thing with the minions was they were supposed to be kind of a side character, but they've yeah. really come to the fore yeah yeah because no, exactly. they're like little kids. Kids like them because they're like kids, aren't? Yeah, well, when 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 the boys don't do it so much, but I, yeah, you shout banana back at them. Mm. That's what you do. That's what you do. Um, but yeah, the minions, I just think, are, are a stroke of genius. And you could like like partridge, you can put them in an infinite number of situations, and that's the thing. You can, they, they're the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, definitely. Did we get to why you called in? Well, do you know what, Ian? I've I, I got to say, right, I, I was going to call you about a bunch of stuff, yeah. but you've talked about some other stuff. I've got so many different <laughs> things to talk to you about, so I'm just going to talk about the stuff that you've you mentioned. T- you talk about whatever you want, man. We've and got I, to... And I will... Co- no, because we ain't got long enough. No, dude, we've got 20 minutes. We've got no other callers. You've got, you've got as, as long as you want, buddy. Nice. Um, <clears throat> okay, firstly, you yes. were talking about Ant and Deck yes. earlier. I've got to tell you, right, my wife... Is um, like uh, she she is their biggest fan. Well, she's probably not their biggest fan, but she loves them anyway, right? Yeah. Um, I just you talking about them made me think. Um, my and I had to tell you, my wife. If you talk to her yeah. about the concept of ant or deck dying, hey. leaving the other alone, <clears throat> I'm not yeah. exaggerating. 
she starts crying. Oh. <laughs> and you've, listen to you, you find that hilarious. <laughs> that means you've brought, it, you've brought it up just for your own amusement, haven't you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, uh, uh, it, there are very few... D- I mean, most double acts do stuff on their own, but they never have. Morecambe and Wise did a little bit on their own. Mm. A little bit. Um, Cannon and Ball? Cannon and Ball have done stuff on their own. Hale and Pace have done stuff on their own. Well, no, Hale and Pace I always associate. Oh, no, hang on. Didn't uh, one of them become, like, a straight actor, more of a straight actor? Okay. Um, okay, to me, to you. You can't imagine Chuckle the Chucker Brothers, Brothers working, no. working on their own. Can't imagine that. No. So, um, but Ant and Deck, I, I mean, Jesus, they must get paid, like, £10 million each a year. They must do, mustn't they? It's insane, to the, it's, the, the, the amount of money they uh, they must get. But, but there's I, no I, one better. They, they work. Yeah. They oh, they're work brilliant. Hard, didn't they? Oh, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. And that's the thing. They are brilliant. And they're funny. And, and um, no, no, I tell you what they are. They're affable. Yeah. They're yeah. affable. And that, yeah. and that is such a, that is, I'm not. People see me on telly and, and, and the majority of people think I'm irritating. A lot of, they're affable. And yeah. it's great. And you feel like you're getting a bit of personality with Exactly, because there is a twinkle there. They're not completely beige. Um, but actually, when you think yeah. about it, they've not done anything outrageous, have they, really? No, no. no. no and when they got through that whole um, telephone scandal, didn't they, years and years ago, they oh. came through with that kind of uh, uh, untouched, really. What was the... Te- remind me... I can't remember the... the, the fixing well, they the did, it, was, it was that people were calling up um, to enter the phoning competition and were getting charged. That's why now they yeah, yeah. they do the whole, you know, if you call <laughs> up afterwards, yeah. then you will still be charged kind of thing. I was thinking, when you said that, I was thinking of, because there was another one at the same time, there was a few at the same time as there always are. Mm. And it was the naming the Blue Peter Kitten. Yeah. And it was, it, the name Cookie, I think, had already been decided, but people yeah. were still phoning in to, oh, jeez. But Je- no one thought that was Ant and Dec's mastermind. But not the Blue Peter thing, definitely not. <laughs> no, but no one blamed them. It's a system <laughs> thing, isn't it? Yeah. Buzzkills. Tell you who's coming kills. up, though, yapping at their heels. Sam and Mark. Oh, I like them. They're good, like those balls. lads. Uh, uh, say that again, Chris. Are they balls? Ooh, they, no, but they are. They are. I like Salomar. I've, I've, met, I've worked with them a few times, and they're good lads. I don't know if they are coming up. I don't, they're, not, they're obviously... Well, Adam and Deck have got... They have... I hate to say this to your missus, but they have to die at some point. <laughs> and and uh, Sam and Mark are waiting in the wings. They did Junior <laughs> Bake Off, and I thought they were very funny. Um, yeah. You also mentioned about um, taking your birthday off of work. Yep. Um, now, I never, I, I've never quite worked out where I stand on this because I think it all depends on the environment and the people that you work with. Jeez, oh, I've gone right off. You know, it doesn't. It depends on your age. If you're 12, you want to take the day off school, but you can't, so you have to go to school. And if you're 30, you want to take the day off work, but you can't because you've got a job and a responsibility. Go to work. I went into work. I, I, my <coughs> thought was, well, I'm going to go into work because, you know, if I took the day off work, there's yes. nobody about. You know, my, my wife would be at work, my kids would be at school, uh, or ne- sorry, nursery, um, and uh, you know, what's 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 the point kind of thing. But I went last year. I went into work, and n- everyone basically forgot my birthday. Yeah, well, and so I what? Actually left work crying. So what? You're a grown up. You're an adult. Oh, okay. No birthday. I don't want to make you cry now. Your your family are very um, prone to tears, but um, but so what? <laughs> you you're an adult. It don't matter. But, but birthdays are rubbish. 
I bet your yeah, kids spoiled you, and I bet your your missus cooked you a nice meal or or whatever, took you out for dinner. Um, that's what matters. You've got to go to work. You've got a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, you're not he getting any... He feel that way. He wants to be king of the castle all Tough. day. Life is... Life <laughs> sucks. Did you... I just want one day when I'm special. Oh. Did your wife get you a card with a badge on? Uh... No. Well, there's every, a mistake. Blame her. Talking about days where you're special, every every Father's Day and Mother's Day, my kids, you know, they they bring us the presents and their cards and they, they love it and it's great. And then the, my youngest will go, but Daddy, when is Children's Day? And I say it's every, every bloody day. day is Children's Day, sunshine. Every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. But now I've got the great thing, and now they, they, they're always asking for stuff. And my wife is a little bit softer than me when it comes to stuff. And I'm quite old-fashioned and hardcore. But now I can, I'm doing that great line. Put it on your Christmas list. Oh, yes. Oh, it's a great line. Put it on your Christmas list. Put it on your Christmas list. But Father Chris, put it on your Christmas list, son. We ain't getting it now. That's not happening. I, I've just remembered something. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to go totally off, off, off what we were just <laughs> talking about, but it's just popped into my head. Monkey. Yeah. Um, I should have fact-checked this before I, I called Don't worry, up. I am, I am the fact-checker. Fact me till I fart. Yes, there we go, there we go. No, 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 that, that's that's from a Chris Morris thing where, is, where he does a joke, uh, facts me till I fart, which of course is, is um, we, we know where that comes from. If you don't, then Google it, because I ain't going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the guy who played uh, Monkey yes. um, had no martial arts training whatsoever. Oh. He was actually a trained acrobat. Um, that sounds about right. I, I, I'm, I'm, as, uh, I'm nodding my head sagely, um, an appropriate choice of words, um, and thinking that sounds about right. Because um, they weren't, I mean, the, the martial art fights in there were a little bit ropey. But what made it so exciting was the sound, the, the ching sound when mm. Sword hit his staff. It was just, that for me sums up karate fights. And there was usually One music as well, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. One of my um, friend's uh, kids had a toy um, sword, and when you struck it against something, it made that sound. Amazing. It was amazing. Oh, really? That is yeah. incredible. I'm trying to find... This is, um, this is the kind of... Um, um, hang on a second. You, you, yes, you, music would get played when uh, there was a punch-up, and it would be kind of like this. In fact, this is... Hang on a minute. Here we go. Heaven, heaven. This is the flying music. Honestly, there's a whole album that... that Can that, I interest that, you in a massage? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a Monkey Magic album by the band. And Is there? So it's some music, it's brilliant. It's by a band called Godiego. G-O-D-I-E-G-O. And they're a huge, they were a huge band in Japan. I think they still do concerts. Um, and they're like a proggy rock band. And then they just, they did the soundtrack to this. And it's, it's such a good album. It really is a joy. Sweet. Who, who is that? Sorry, I'm going to write that down. Go Diego. G-O-D. 
I-E-G-O. The episode okay. I remember is when he goes under the water to the Dragon King's palace. Do you remember this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, And he takes his staff and yep. he's showing off to the P- Dragon Princess, whose voice is done by... Miriam Margulies. Yes. There we go. And she says, <laughs> there's a whole like section that goes on far too long. Uh, she goes, mm, it's not very big, is it? And he says, well, you want to see me make it bigger? She goes, yeah, make it bigger. Make it bigger. <laughs> they spend this whole time making this stuff in us. Oh, it's too big now. <laughs> but uh, he was just, he was like just a big show off braggart, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was wonderful. Oh, exactly. Exactly. It's the, it's, it's the best thing ever. I'm trying to find that clip. Oh, make it bigger. <clears throat> Oh, I'll make a big R. <laughs> Don't do the accent. Do well, they all do, they though. Did. That's and it. And knowing it's Andrew Sachs and Miriam Margulies makes it all the more wrong, really. Yeah. <laughs> I do like a bit of monkey magic, anyway. Anything else, Chris? Um, I'll tell you something quick. Go on, then. Um, I, so I, I've got loads and loads and loads of your, 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 your podcasts and stuff, uh, and I'm, I'm still listening to bits of, uh, like, LBC. Oh, yeah. And stuff, and I was listening to a show, and I wrote down the date. Yes, it was the seventh of August, two thousand and seven. Oh, you predicted working at three CR. Oh, oh no, yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember doing that. Yeah, because I, I think that was the day that around the time that the clip of JVS went a bit viral with some guy arguing about the royal family, and we played it on Virgin, or Absolute, as it was then. So 3CR was in my, my head, and I said, oh, I'll end up doing the breakfast show at 3CR or something. I predicted right, it, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny? But you said it in mocking tones, didn't you? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then shortly after that, somebody called up and said, Kiss were gay, and I was like, oh, my God, it's just eerie. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? I have no idea what you're talking about, Chris, but thank you very much indeed. Um, yeah, yeah, I said it in um, mocking, um, mocking tones. Well. Um, yeah, God, I've got the sweats on, man. Got the sweats on, man. Get the sweats on. Get the sweats on. Um, what have I written here? The uh, Daily Mail, page nine. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Listen to this. This is a story to end on. Living in Mexico nine years after being declared dead, is this Olivia Newton-John's missing love? (gasps) The missing ex-boyfriend of Olivia Newton-John is not dead, but is living in Mexico under a new identity, investigators claim. They say a grainy photo proves... Ah. ..that Patrick McDermott, who vanished on a fishing trip 12 years ago, is alive. Okay. He was declared dead in 2008, but some believe McDermott, a US cameraman who dated the Grease star for nine years, faked his own death to escape debts. The newly discovered photo, published by Australian magazine New Idea, claims to show him sporting a tan and relaxing on the beach in the hippie town of Sayalita on Mexico's Pacific coast. Uh, You look at the photo... Could be anyone. It doesn't really. Let's have a look. Doesn't really prove. <laughs> it's it's two blokes. One you can see clearly because it's a press shot. Um, you know, a very handsome bloke um, with uh, a sort of long grey hair. Yeah, something of the Richard Gear about him, isn't there? Yes, and then there's like a, a like a really out of focus 
picture of what, a long-haired man yeah in a hippie town you say yeah like, where i'm imagining there'll be a lot of a lot of long-haired dudes hanging out i'd love to fake my own death would you no i mean you couldn't do it with the kids i have to wait till my mum died um i'd love to just blow all this off and just disappear you, be you need a massive wadge of cash well this is what i was saying to you earlier on if i want to get one job that'll pay me a million pounds so that i can set, set myself up for a while but if you go and live in like a hippie beach in mexico how much money are you going to need mm, you're not going to need that much money and i i could i could um i could wait tables um i could uh i could be a beach coma beach bum um, what I, does a beachcomber do? They collect all, all the shells, flotsam and jetsam uh-huh. that comes up on the beach, and and sell it like for like recycling and stuff. Oh right, that seems like a good career. Well, I could do it if I had a million pounds. I would, I, I could do it. I'd grow a big long, like Tom Hanks beard, mm-hmm. big long hair. I would be the best at. Um, uh, hiding, like faking my own death. You wouldn't now, because I'll just look for beachcombers. Well, well, exactly. But why do you think I said beachcombers? Oh, you got me there. See, I'm just, I'm uh, already, I'm, I'm, I'm sowing the seeds of love, the seeds of love. Inappropriate. Um, that was a good album. That I enjoyed that. Album. Yes, but you're doing the long con, are you? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? If that's. Um, that's what you want. Dear listener, you have been listening to The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. We will be back tonight at 10 o'clock with uh, Jim Bob from Carter, uh, which should be uh, fun. And of course your phone calls and stuff. And I, I do like it when you lot phone in and, and you've not really been listening to the guest and you just want to talk your nonsense. I find that very entertaining, personally. Um, download the podcasts, the Talk Radio podcast, and, of course, The Rabbit Hole, which is another show that we do. Um, Paul Ross is on breakfast in the morning. Until then, from us, ta-ta!